A very good evening and welcome to the WNBL local derby in Canberra between the AIS and the Canberra Capitals. John Keogh courtside at the AIS training hall for round six of the WNBL on sportradio.com.au. Alongside me for tonight's call, hello to Simon Peters. Johnny, how are you going? I'm going well. A big game here tonight, a danger game for the Capitals. The AIS coming off a very impressive win last week, but the Capitals have something else to play for as well. Kelly Abrams' 200th game. Yeah, it's a huge milestone for Kel. Um, I've been lucky enough to pretty much watch her play through her whole career when she uh, started here at the AIS and then when she uh, moved over to the Capitals. And I think she's, uh, she's one of the most reliable and solid performers in this league. I think she's been very unlucky not to you know, even have a, a bit of a look in with the Opal squad. She's just such a, a tough defensive player and just strong all around. We, we've soon had a little bit of a slow start this season, but, um, you know, I think game one and two she was a little quiet, but she's really come out and, you know, we saw her last week against Townsville really dominating that game in, in the areas that she plays so well in. Well, Craig Ravel is about to catch up with the coach of the Canberra Capitals, Kerry Graff, and I'm sure he'll be asking her about Kelly Abrams' 200th game tonight. Well, Graffy, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. The AAS certainly buoyed after their win last week, and uh, they've had a chance to do a bit of scouting on you, having two players inside the uh, Capitals for a couple of weeks in Russia. Yeah, look, I guess they have. They, uh, you know, I, I don't know that they know our plays inside now. We had one practice and uh, and five games, but yeah, look, they'll, you know, I think, you know, certainly Tolo and Francis will have a little bit of confidence in the, in that sense, but. You know, by the same token, we had a close-up of them too. So, you know, I, I think though, once the game gets going, that stuff will be out of the way. I think, you know, we're about establishing ourselves in the top three and, and these guys are coming off a, a confidence win. You know, we never take them lightly. We certainly don't see them as a, as a bottom group. They're going to get a bunch of wins this year, I think. So um, it's going to be a hell of a contest. Normally a month in, this is where we start to see injuries and little niggles starting to appear, cracks in some of the side star players that have been very busy in the off-season. How are the caps shaping up now? Yeah, look, I mean, we've got a little bit of that, nothing major. You know, Abrams has got a, an Achilles that's just ongoing and, and old. Um, you know, she's not even 30 yet, but, um, you know, Pete Sinclair, a bit of calf injury from, from Russia. Um, you know, Abby just, you know, keeping an eye on that foot and, um, you know, Tully's just a vet that we want to ease off a little bit with practice, but, you know, when she comes to play, she comes to play, and the rest of them are pretty good. I mean, you know, I was amazed, nicely surprised at how well we handled the trip back from Russia and how we've, you know, come out and, and stuck with our practice and our intensity. It's good that you're in Canberra because Kelly Abrams celebrating 200 games. It's not the home court, but you get to celebrate 201 tomorrow. Yeah, look, I mean, I think that's a great achievement for Kelly. You know, they've all been with uh, with the AIS and with Canberra, which is interesting that we're playing them tonight. But she's, um, you know, she's a veteran of the league, um, a, a, an international defender in my mind. Um, you know, our captain, who deservedly our captain last year and leading us to a championship. And I think she's still got a lot of great years left in her. Like I said, she's not 30 yet. And, um, you know, if we can groove that off, groove that shot a little more, she can, you know, she can keep building her game. But it's a credit to her to be at the one club for the entire part of her career. Well, all the best for tonight. I know the AIS are pumped up to give you a, a good run for your money. It'll be a good contest. We're pumped up to get them too. Well, Dean Kinsman, after a solid performance last week, it's back to uh, the Crosstown rivalry and the Capitals. How are you looking coming into this game? We've had a pretty good week on the track. Uh, the only one that's, that's been a little bit down is Nicole Hunt. She's got a virus, but she only practiced yesterday, which is, which is okay because she's fit. Um, look, the week we've had has been pretty good. The girls had a lot of confidence out of last week. Uh, physically, I thought we competed really well defensively. Um, that's an area that we have to focus in on tonight because 
you know, they've got some really a good lethal combination of their, of their guards in particular. So uh, that's an area that we're going to have to focus in on. Of course, you get Emma Langford back, but still Katie Gay's not ready to play. Yeah, Katie's uh, Kate is probably still a couple of weeks away. It's, it's not serious. It's just a, another one or two weeks just to make sure her back's right. Emma's had a really long, hard road of recovery, and this is probably hadn't played for five months. So, you know, we expect to play her in a short burst tonight, but it's good to have a, a good big body back in there again just to help with our big rotation, uh, give Kayla and uh, Mariana a little bit of a breather at different stages. So it's good for Emma to get back on court. Even with the way the game was being called last week, your bigs didn't get into a lot of foul trouble, and that's going to be a key again tonight. Well, certainly, I think for both groups, you know, like uh, the, the two the two main matchups there with Beatty and Bishop against uh, Tolo and Francis, you know, people that stay on the floor the longest and can execute well, is going to go a long way towards uh, directing the game to its results. So. You know, we're looking for those two. They were a lot more disciplined in terms of their positioning on the floor last week. Uh, we did a better job at the perimeter of containment, which didn't expose so much uh, help, help defence. So, uh, you know, we would expect similar things tonight. Outside game's going to be crucial. You've got the league's best outsiders in Hurst and Bibby up against you guys. Who You've got plenty of outside shooters, but it's going to be defence on the perimeter that will be the key in my mind. Well, certainly we, we've we've got a no, we've had a number of shots from the perimeter where but we just haven't put them away, and uh, statistically speaking, they're the best three-point shooting team in the league, and we're the worst at the moment. But you know we've practiced hard at it, and it's just a matter of having the confidence to keep taking shots. Um, we think if we can pressure theirs a little bit, yeah, because it's certainly an area that we have to cover. But we would like to be able to put one or two down to open up our inside game a bit. Otherwise, they you know they they can help and collapse a bit more. Well, all the best for tonight. Thanks very much. Dean Kinsman there catching up with Craig Ravel, the coach of the AS. Dean Kinsman, well, Simon Peters, interestingly, last time these two teams met, the, the Capitals really jumped the Young Institute team from the outset, and the game was pretty much over at half-time. The Capitals led 41-22. A lot of turnovers against the AS that night. The Capitals will no doubt be looking to put some of that early pressure on again. Definitely, and that was... Uh yeah, I mean, you nailed it right on the head there. They really... AIS pretty much lost that game in the first quarter. They just... Uh, you know, sometimes the team shows up not ready to play from tip-off, and that's what happened that night. They came back really well. It looked like the Caps were going to absolutely slaughter them that night. They came back, and in the end, you know, it was an 18-point game. So, much better result for them. Speaking of tip-offs, the starting fives are out onto the court. For the AES, it's Kayla Francis, Nicole Hunt, Katie Ebsery, Mariana Toller, and Mia Newley. For the Capitals, Abby Bishop, Jess Bibby, Kelly Abrams in her 200th game, Tracy Beatty and Tully Bevilacqua. Referees this evening, Claire Stevenson, Kyle Simpson and Daryl Corcoran. We're just about set for a tip-off here at the AOS Training Hall. It'll be, as expected, Tracy Beatty against Mariana Tolo in the tip-off to be conducted by Daryl Corcoran. Sport Radio Action, WNBL. Beatty won it down to Bishop. There's a bit of an issue with the scoreboard, is there? Yeah. The buzzer's gone off, Simon. They've been tweaking it before. That's why we had the, the late tip-off there. They were tweaking it before the start. There appears to be some sort of drama. Capital's clearly in possession there, so they'll get possession from the halfway line, and it'll be uh, hopefully business as usual. Kel- Kelly Abrams sporting the long white socks tonight. Now, I haven't seen baby. her in those before. Jess Bibby as well. They're, uh, I don't know if that's... Uh, Oh, is maybe it a sponsorship thing? It looked like, are they Nike socks by the looks of yeah, So yeah. maybe it's a sponsorship ploy. Anyway, Bevilacqua now in the front court. Two Abrams, fires back to Bevilacqua, puts up the triple and knocks it down. That's confidence, just drilling a three off your first decent look of the night. 
And already Bovalacqua pressing Nicole Hunt as she brings the ball up to the court into the front court for the A's. A little give to Francis. Back to Hunt. Working around the left-hand perimeter. Francis now inside the box against Abby Bishop. Threw up the shot. Tolo almost grabbed the offensive rebound. But Abby Bishop pulled it down. That was and great Bevilacqua recovery. And the front court. Yeah, great recovery there from Abby. Um, Kayla Francis posting up Kelly Abrams there. A bit of a mismatch. And... She would have scored easily there, but Abby Bishop came over to help nicely. Here comes Bibby on the left-hand layup. Oh, can't hit it. Great defensive work from Francis going with her there. Tolo got the defensive rebound for the AES. Nicole Hunt trying to work the ball on the right-hand dribble to the front court. Passed it to Tolo in the end, who's at the top of the arc. Gave it back to Nicole Hunt. She's on the 45, about two metres out from the three-point arc. Daryl Corcoran, referee, intervenes a pushing foul. Simon? Yeah, Mariana Tolo, I think. Picking up that, that or Kayla Francis. Uh, we're just waiting for the. No. No, it was against the Capitals. Newly drove to the basket. She was blocked though by Abrams. Quick transition up the court. Turnover though against the Capitals. Fortuitously falls to Jess Bibby. Sorry, my bad there. I, I couldn't see a foul from Abby Bishop there. I thought that it was an AIS foul, but Abby makes up for it there with a, a nice little lay in off the dish from Jess Bibby. Early going, one minute and a half played. Abby Bishop. Contributes two points. The Capitals five, leading the AIS nil. The ball in the AIS front half of the court. Nicole Hunt swings it over the right-hand side to a good friend, Kayla Francis. Drives oh. on the opposite hand. That was Kayla Francis basket. flicked it in. Very tough. She got wrong-footed there and was able to just scoop it in. I tell you what, guys. She would be very happy to get that score scoreless against the Capitals in their first matchup this year. That's right, yeah. Which is quite unbelievable, considering she's gone on to average 14 points a game, Kayla Francis, and one of those games in the no opening points. five rounds has been no points. So it yeah. underlines how good she's been in all the other games. She has been excellent. Her and uh, Mariana Tolo, in particular, have really come of age this season for the AIS team. Tolo has been called for the foul under the defensive basket against Abby Bishop. Bishop sinks the first free throw. She's up to three points for the evening and four points for the evening. Abby Bishop, pretty reliable from the free throw line this season, shooting at 81%. She's two from two tonight. Seven points to two. The Capitals lead the Institute. Kayla Francis working the ball in with the front court. Back to Hunt now. Gee, Bevilacqua tight on her. Oh, she gave a nice little spin move, drove to the basket. But Bishop got a nice block on it. Yeah, just not really com committing there, Nicole Hunt. She was giving away about a foot to Abby Bishop. Abrams drives down the right-hand lane, across the key, cut it nicely. Nine points to two, the Capitals over the Institute. Oh, good little pass here from Nicole Hunt to Tolo under the basket, who threw it up behind her head. Shot didn't drop, though. Abrams now, transition now, driving hard against Ebsory. Stops, drops, puts up the shot. Almost to travel, but she got the shot up, and Ebsory called for the foul. Last two plays down the floor, we've seen that experience from Kelly Abrams we talked about at the beginning of the game as the AIS calls a timeout. They want to talk about it. 9-2 the score here with the Capitals up with 7.36 left in this first quarter. Yeah, that the, the play just before this one when the Capitals came up the floor, just a, a moment's hesitation in the AIS defense. Kelly Abrams was able to take complete advantage of that, step into the space and get an easy layup. There we saw a dribble, uh, probably one-on-one -on -one contest that she decided to pull out of. Once again, just a, a momentary lapse there. Was able to give her a, a slight window of opportunity, get the step through, make a shot. The shot didn't go down, but the foul's committed. This is experience. She's a smart player. And the transition game from the Capitals has been tallying out in a couple of minutes as well. Yeah, definitely. And you're going to expect that all season from them. Um, you know, the big story for the Capitals this season is... Uh, is um, Nat Hurst and Jess Bibby are just 
carving it up at pretty much both ends of the floor. They've got uh, Jess Bibby's first in the league in scoring. Nat Hurst is fourth in the league in scoring. Mm. And she's coming uh, off the bench as well. Bench. That's exactly. remarkable. You've got to love the luxury of being able to bring you know, a player who's fourth in the league in scoring coming in off the bench. So um, it's going to be a part. The, the Capitals are extremely strong in the guard rotation. It's going to be part of their game. They're going to push that ball up and they're going to take advantage. Back from the coach's bench, Craig Revelle. Dean Kinsman naturally is uh, very unhappy with the way his team has gone about its offence so far. Really talking to his calls about missed opportunities and poor decision making on the floor. For Kerry Graff, she's extremely happy with the penetration that the likes of Veal and also the, uh, sorry, the Abrams. A couple of years later. Yeah, the, <laughs> the penetration of Abrams and Didier making on the AOS defence. Abrams made one of two free throws. The Capitals leading 10 points to two, just over seven minutes remaining. Hunt pulls up for the big two-point, Jane sinks it. That's nice. That's just a uh, probably a little bit lazy there from the Caps guards, thinking, well, you know, we'll give her that shot, and, and she takes advantage. Bibby looking to feed Tracy Beatty. She's just outside the paint, so shovels out a pass back to Abrams on the left-hand 45. Mia Newley in her face. Bevilacqua gets a screen from Bishop, then drives the elbow. Little bounce pass give to Tracy Beatty a long way outside the arc. Her pass intercepted by Francis. Well, that was Kayla and, and uh, Kayla Francis and Tolo there in defence working in tandem to really block that opportunity for the Capitals as we see Kayla Francis pretty much go coast to coast there. No one picked her up. We saw this in the last game. Even though she didn't score, we've seen it in other games against other teams. Guards will not pick her up and defend her when she's bringing the ball up the floor. And her battle with Abby Bishop is absolutely going to be a cracker tonight, I think. It's already going well. Abby Bishop scored four early points. Francis on the board now. And Demsbury drives down the right-hand lane. Puts in a big shot. Abrams was in good position there too. Across the ditch, 86-83. The Sirens leading the spirit as we get towards half-time. As Abrams fires from abroad. If that's just before half-time, that's particularly high scoring, Craig. We might want to investigate that one. Nicole Hunt now outside the right-hand perimeter. It's tightened up here. Only two points of difference. The Capitals 10 leading the AIS 8. Here's Hunt for a triple. Or looked good off the hand. Just didn't drop. Bevilacqua got the bounce rebound. And will work it into the front court. But things are tightening up here, Simon. That was final. 86-83. The Sirens get their second win. So they've got two on the trot now, the, uh, the uh, Christchurch Sirens. Two at home as well. So I think they've got five games in a row at home, Christchurch. So they're building a little bit of a momentum now. There's Abrams. <laughs> Left-hand elbow. Throws oh. up a bucket shot. Somehow it dropped. There it is again. Just Kel realising that both the defenders weren't really in position to stop that shot. They'd stopped the drive, but they left it too much room. 12 points to 8. The Capitals leading the AIS. Nicole Hunt. She's played a good first quarter, got a nice little screen from Francis, then elected to pass to Francis over the top. Pass was intercepted, though, by the Capitals. Bibby now with it in the front court. Beatty at the top of the arc, passes to Abrams, who distributes into the corner. Bishop just inside the three. Gee, that's a lovely Jay. Casual has, too. Abby just sort of took the shot. Had a look, went, yeah, I've got enough room, and just bang, and never looked like losing. Now, I know that wasn't a three-point shot. It was just inside the three-point arc from Abby Bishop. But would you believe she's seven from eight from the three-point line this season? For a centre, that is just remarkable. Big shooting threes like that. Newley with a little turnaround. Jay under the basket. It just rolled out. And Bishop got another rebound. And quick transition. Relay pass up the court to Beryl Aqua. Heavy foul under the basket by Mia Newley. Yeah, no malice in that. Just two bodies running hard in the vaguely the same direction there. So, but 
that's Tully's game. She's at a million miles an hour. She's not has no problem throwing herself on the on the floor and got the got the look up there. Got the shot. Natty Hurst coming on, but it looks like it will be for Tully Bevilacqua. So she'll wait and see what happens with the shooter. No, it's not going to the line. There's a bit of uh, confusion about whether Tully. No, she's not going to the line, so she subs out. Natty Hurst on for the Caps. Nicole Hunt and me and Yuli have checked out for the AS. Jamie Kennedy is into the game as well as Nikita Martin. Here's Hayes under the basket, worked it nicely, used her body and banked it off the glass. Yep, she's giving Abby Bishop a break. Krista Hayes on for the Caps. Margin back out to eight points, 16 to eight. The Capitals on a six-point run here against the AIS. The AIS were on an eight-point run at one stage. Here's Francis driving hard to the basket. I think Dean Kinsman must be encouraging that because she's looked to do that a few times tonight. Gets a good springboard from her step. Here's Hurst down the right-hand lane for the Capitals. Can't make the bucket, though. Francis, little flick came to Kennedy in the end. She works it down the left wing into the front court with responsibility for the ball now. Jamie Kennedy, Nicole Hunt, the starting point guard off the court. So Kennedy passes to Nikita Martin. She's being guarded by Natalie Hurst. Distributes. Here's Francis. Oh, that was a great little pass from Tola to Francis. This is going to be a great battle tonight. Really, the Capitals uh, will own the AIS and the guard department. But you could almost say the, re- the reverse is going to happen too. With Tolo and, and Francis firing so well, they will be a big handful for the, AR- for the Capitals' big players. The Tolo-Francis move there, John, exactly the one that Dean Kinsman drew up on the whiteboard in his timeout. Meanwhile, Emma Langford checks in for her first minutes of the season. She's returning from a back injury, also onto the court for the AIS. Oh, here, we'll get back to that in a second. Turnover from the inbound pass from the AIS. Abrams intercepted, got it to Bibby, and now there's a foul under the basket. It'll be against Jamie Kennedy, but that was a costly turnover, Simon. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, unlucky there. Didn't see the foul anywhere in that, but we are at the opposite end of the floor. But just a a terrible inbound pass there from from Jess Bibby for the feed, and uh, nothing coming out of it. Steph coming in for the AS. Interestingly, Peter Sinclair out there. She has been missing because of a calf injury on her return from Russia. But she's checked in for the game for the Capitals as well. Abrams, foul Ooh, line shot. Gee, it looked shot. ambitious, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it hit the backboard and nothing else. No ring in that. Nikita Martin gets an outlet pass from Jamie Kennedy. Works it to Langford down the right-hand corner. Great little bounce pass under the basket to Francis. Can't pull down the offensive rebound. She leads the league for those. Oh. Kept in the court by Sinclair. Probably not the right play in the defensive end of the court. It came to Francis of the AAS. And Kennedy has it now, and they'll reset up with 17 seconds on the shot clock, the Institute. Kennedy works it to the top of the arc. Lots of passion out there, plenty of intensity. Francis fires from just inside the triple range and adds a two-point contribution. We saw a couple of times last season games where Kayla Francis showed, you know, uh, patches and elements of brilliance. This season, she has just stepped up so much. She never looked like missing that shot, and she just looks so confident. She's already up to nine points with two minutes remaining in this first quarter. She yanked down that defensive rebound as well. She's averaging a double-double a game. I saw on the WNBL website this week she was touted as a future Opal, and I don't think that is overstating anything, Simon. Uh, She'll be there for sure. It's only a matter of time. Nikita Martin with the ball. Crossover dribble against Hayes. Little gift to Steph coming. He's just inside the paint. Almost had it knocked away by Abrams. Worked a pass to Langford. Knocked it off her shoe. Nikita Martin with one second on the shot clock. Can't pull down the triple. Coming, though. Comes away with the offensive board. Great crash on the boards there from the Chews. They really wanted the boards. You know, that's half the battle, just wanting to get in there and get that ball. 
16-13, the Capitals over the Institute, coming with a long bomb Bam. from downtown. Game is tied up. Kerry Graff's called a timeout. 16 apiece here with 1 minute 38 left in this first quarter. Yeah, we're going to see a competition tonight. Really, Kayla Francis down here in this under the basket, she is dominating down there. She's really not looking like the, um, the Caps bigs are comfortable at all. She gets past Tracy Beattie. Tracy Beattie's a fantastic defender with her size and a wingspan. She can make it very, very hard to, to get a decent shot up. But if she gets in here, we saw her with the offensive rebound here before. She just missed the putback, but completely closed out Krista Hayes with, um, with positioning. So she's going to be a handful for them. 16-13, the Capitals lead the AS with 1 minute 38. It's in fact 16 all as the scoreboard just updates after that Steph coming triple for the AS. So it's 16 points apiece. We'll run through the individual scorers quickly. For the AIS, Kayla Francis leading all scorers on the court with nine points. Three points coming courtesy. Well, they've got it against number eight on the scoreboard, but Rebecca Schatz is not playing tonight, so we'll have to get back on that one. <laughs> uh, two points coming courtesy of Nicole Hunt, and also two points, Katie Ebsbury. For the AIS, six points to Abby Bishop, five points to Kelly Abrams, three to Bevilacqua, and two to Krista Hayes. But enormous confidence the AIS are playing with as well. Capitals dominated the first, you know, probably three quarters of this quarter. It was 10-2. When they had a three-guard rotation. Um, Kerry Graff's gone away from that now. You've got Bevel in first, and then you've got Bishop, Krista Hayes, and Pete Singley. They're obviously worried about uh, Tolo and Kayla Francis. Are you surprised that they've gone with Peter Sinclair before Caitlin Cunningham out there tonight? Uh, I could talk all night about that, but uh, I'm not really surprised. But, yeah, I definitely, with... Um, Caitlin's athleticism. You don't even need her to score. I would just get her on the floor to just to be in the way. Here's Langford going down the right-hand lane. The AIS have hit the front. 18-16. Here's Craig Gravel. Yes, both coaches were talking about what they have to do. Expect the uh, Capitals to start trying to cut flash down at the baseline. They are an outside team this year, but they're going to try and run some baseline plays. For Dean Kingsman, he wants more of the same from Tolo and now from Langford, who's out on the floor. Bishop puts out a fadeaway Jay from just outside the paint. Couldn't hit it though. Jamie Kennedy works into the front court on the left-hand dribble. Bounce pass to Langford. She's looking good out there tonight. Pass to Nikita Martin and travel call by referee Daryl Corcoran. That's interesting because Claire Stevenson looked like she was about to call a foul. Corcoran overruled it. Dean Kinsman not happy. Yeah, fair enough too. <laughs> just like who's, who's running the game. But just, these things happen. So Natty Hurst now is going to inbound the ball for the Caps in their backcourt. So an 8-0 run the AIS are on here at the moment against the Capitals. 18-16 they lead. Krista Hayes, left-hand paint, kicks it back outside to Bishop. Through hands, Bibby. Hurst feeds under the basket. Nice little give two to Abrams. Yeah. Sorry, it was Bishop rather. Great cut from, from Abby Bishop and great pass from Natty to uh, reward that effort from Bishop. Ten seconds remaining in the quarter, so the AIS will get the last look at the basket, you would think. Jamie Kennedy, clock down to five seconds now. Nikita Martin, strong defence coming. Tolo's open. Nikita Martin Ooh, takes the man. shot instead. And Dean Kinsman very happy with his young side. They go in two points ahead at quarter time. The AIS 20, the Canberra Capitals 18. An amazing second half of that quarter by the AIS. Just dominant, really. Uh, not even the second half, really the last maybe three minutes where they, they took over. We saw uh, Kayla Francis do some uh, great defensive stuff down the other end. She, she turned the Capitals away. They were pretty much scoring at will there for a bit. But then we saw um, 
come down here. I think that the big drive we saw here from Katie Ebsry yep. took on Kelly Abrams. A really athletic drive. Knocked that point down. They came back down. I think two trips back down the floor. We saw another great drive from Emma Langford. Um, so, yeah, just a really, really strong drive from them. And sparked no, them up. And we know Kayla Francis has had a dominant first quarter. Nine points out of 20. But let's look at the other scorers. There's six of them for the RIS, so they're sharing it around exactly beautifully. Right. Yeah. That's... Um, whoop. Lost me. Yeah, I'm out too. Ah, oh, it's power. Here we go. Sorry about technical... Got you back there. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just sharing it around beautifully, the RIS at the moment. Well, that, that's why they're so dangerous at the moment. The Capitals can't leave anyone alone. We've seen them, uh, you know, sort of come off of Nicole Hunt we saw early in the quarter there just giving her that spot just on the free throw line there. She hurt them with that. She pulled up and, and drained the jump shot. And um, I think once that happened, the, the Capitals started to really commit more in defence. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting the stats coming over at the moment. We're going to look at the shooting percentage, I think, for the AIS. is going to be fairly high, 50%, which is great. Capitals shooting at 46.7. Uh, the rebound count, as we'd expect, the AIS are dominating that. 10 to 7 at the moment. Capitals do not have an offensive rebound. Uh, the AIS have got two. Turnover count, two to three. So both teams will be very happy with that. Particularly the AIS, who are, are renowned for having a high turnover count over games. We saw last season, season before, them averaging 25 to 30 a game. So to only have three in the first quarter in, in, you know, against a tough team, that's a great result. Caps got as high as eight points in the lead in that first quarter. Now, Coach Kinsman was saying defensive effort in the latter part of that quarter was much, much better for Kerry Graff. She still wants, she doesn't want possession ball. That's where the AIS are grinding them down with that heavy D. She wants them to start inside out, but still working on that baseline move. Thanks very much to Craig Reveal. Second quarter about to get underway here at the AIS training hall. We'll run through the starting fives for the second quarter. For the AIS, it's Steph Cumming, Nicole Hunt, Mariana Tolo, Nikita Martin and Kayla Francis. For the Canberra Capitals, Natalie Hurst, Tully Bevilacqua, Tracy Beattie, Jess Bibby and Abby Bishop rounding out. The Capitals starting five. Francis will have the inbound pass. She immediately works it to the back court where it's with Nicole Hunt. Oh, she's forced mm. to give an awkward pass into the front court. Found Martin, though. Across the arc to Steph coming. A little bit risky here from the AIS. A cheap foul from Abby Bishop, though. Very soft, soft one too, on yeah. Kayla Francis. Very, very soft there. She really ba- barely even touched her there, and, and they pinged her on that. As we always say, you know, that's great, as long as they're going to call it consistently like that all game. Two personal fouls to her, John. That is the second time she's been called for that exact same foul. Two personal fouls to Abby Bishop. She is averaging 3.8 fouls a game as well, so it's something she's going to have to be conscious of tonight. Nicole Hunt drives down towards the left-hand baseline, then flicks it inside with a pass to Tolo. Did well against Beast. Great gift to Nikita Martin down the right-hand lane, who rolls it in. Brilliant dish there. Uh, we just saw Nicole Hunt a little overzealous on the inbound pass. She's fouled Natalie Hurst, and uh, it'll be a Caps baseline ball as Nicole Hunt picks up her first for the game. So Natalie Hurst with the point guard duties in the second quarter for the Canberra Capitals, working against Nicole Hunt. Crossover dribble did nicely as well. Bishop provided the screen, allows Hurst to get to the right-hand baseline. She passes it back outside to Bishop, fakes a three-point shot. Left-hand side, worked it to Bibby, who gave it to Beatty. Just outside the left-hand key, works in against Tolo. Ooh, Tolo nice. got a hand to the shot, but Beatty was up to the task yeah, and she, converted. Tracy Beatty's in that close. It's not much of a stretch for her to, to just take that extra step, and, and it's a layup for her, essentially, from 
from 10 feet out, just one step and a layup. All 202 centimetres of it. Oh, Hunt, great pass to Tolo. Mm. Tolo could have done better on the shot. She dropped it off the glass. It boggled out. I think she thought she was a bit closer to the basket than she actually was. Bevilacqua, oh. great little pass to Bibby. Oh. Fires from the left-hand corner. Can't Tracy make it, Beattie's though. Down. Tracy Beattie is down, and she looks injured. We'll keep an eye on that, too. She's clutching at her I left knee at one stage. She oh, she appears in a bit of pain, Simon. Clutched stomach, too. I don't know if she's been winded or... She's putting... I think you're right. Weight on her Guys, legs, so. I was watching that one fairly closely. I think you'll find that uh, Nikita Martin went to the ground. When she went to the ground, a foot came up. Beatty was beating a path ah. down into the key and has run into the foot that was in the air from Nikita yeah. Martin. Winded is my call as she's well. She's clutching her breadbasket rib area. Yeah. Uh, there has been a substitution for the RIS as well. Steph Cummings checked out of the game. It's not a uh, overly painful experience, but it's certainly one that, as the wind, as the name suggests, takes the wind out of you, and you really can't do much for a couple of minutes. She's, um, physios and stuff are checking her out. Krista Hayes has checked in for Chris uh, Tracy Beatty. We'll just make a note of that. Institute have the ball. They lead 22-20. Eight minutes 20 remaining in this second quarter. Hunt. Passes to Francis just outside the key. Drives against Hayes. Popped up the shot. Tyler the offensive board. She again missed the putback, Simon. Yeah, and she's doing the right thing, though. I mean, Abby Bishop with already two soft fouls. If you get Bishop in foul trouble, the Capitals are in trouble. Especially if Tracy Bean is out for the remainder of the game. I don't know if she will be. Flying from abroad, Natalie Hurst. Yeah, fantastic shot there. That's her bread and butter, really. Just freeing herself up, giving herself enough room, and you really can't give her any room, the form she's in at the moment. Nikita Martin thought about the shot, faked it, passes to Kayla Francis, right hand perimeter. Oh, it was ambitious. Looks, Looks good, good off the hand. <laughs> Transition down the court from the Capitals. It's out of court on me and Yuli. She got a hand to it. Inbound pass, offensive baseline for the Capitals. Katie Evsery coming on for Nikita Martin. One point game with the Capitals up at the moment, 23-22, 7.35 left in the game, but got to say, the Capitals look uncomfortable. They're not executing very well. They're looking a little stressed. Here's Bibby, left-hand fadeaway. Haven't seen a lot of Jess Bibby tonight, in fact. She has been relatively quiet. The leading scorer in the league is yet to score tonight, and we've played nearly 13 minutes of game time as well. Mariana Tolo passes to Nicole Hunt, works it around to the left-hand perimeter on the dribble. Natalie Hurst guarding her tightly. Fires the triple! Whoa. Abby Bishop... Slung to the ground there by Kayla Francis. And Abby's asked a question. She's going, come on, man. <laughs> Nicole Hunt hits the triple. And the RIS, this perimeter game, is on song tonight. We've seen triples oh. from Steph coming and Nicole Hunt. Both of them have been a long way out as well, Simon. Turnover. Uh, turnover and against the RIS and Hurst. Easy, Hurst. easy yeah, basket. The Caps missed that uh, the first time round. But Nicole Hunt trying to steal the ball back just got mugged by two of the Capitals. Never just really to let you control. know. Jess Bibby is now at 10 minutes and 12 seconds in this game without a point. She is averaging 27.5 points a game, the leading points per game scorer in the WNBL this season. I don't think Carrie Graff would be too worried. She's the kind of player that could bust up open those 27 points in one quarter if she wanted to. In fact, she hit 27 last week against Townsville too. Here's Hunt with an air ball from three. Oh, great creative play there from Katie Ezra. He somehow kept the ball in the court. It's just desire. The AIS really want the ball and they're getting in after it. Five seconds remaining on the shot clock though. Nicole Hunt pulls up for the triple. This time she thinks it. She's gone three, air ball, three. 
It's what you do if you're a shooter. You don't let those air balls and missed shots worry you. That's, you know, you're out there, you get the open look, you just keep banging it out. And consequently, back out to a three-point margin in favour of the AIS. 28-25, six minutes remaining, second quarter. They are up and about tonight, the Young Institute team. Krista Hayes loses control of the ball under the basket. It wasn't a great pass at her ankles. Out of court, AIS ball. Yeah, the pass was yeah, a little low, but I, I'd, I'd be crediting uh, Mariana Tolo with, with some action there. She was wearing a pretty, pretty solidly in there and really uh, upset her and was able to force that turnover. Nicole Hunt drives to the key, kicks it back outside to Legford. Looks good all the way. It's great watching this AIS team. You know, last year they were so tentative all the time. But all they need is half a look, and that was a beautiful shot. She was 10 feet out had a clear look at the basket. She would have second-guessed herself last year. She just went bang, knocked it down. Easy shot. Great shot for her first game of the season too. Emma Langford, she's hit a couple of baskets tonight. 30-25. to, 20, 30 to 25. Capitals trailing the AS. Ebsery receives right-hand baseline. Bravely drives. Kicks it to oh, Langford, who lost it. <laughs> Bevelacqua, the leading stealer in the league. Averaging 3.2 of those a game. Turned it over. She is the burglar. <laughs> the burglar. Bit of a I like slide that. there from uh, Krista Hayes. Yeah, Bivlacqua drives right hand lane, is fouled, the basket drops, and she'll go to the line for a three point play. Emma Langford and Krista Hayes wrestling in the key there, and Langford comes off best because she keeps the feet. That's right. I mean, yeah, not, not a lot in that stuff, but I can only take when you're wrestling for position there. Just a bit of a bump, and it can knock you down. We should point out Nicole Hunt just subbing out of the game, breathing pretty heavily. Having a word to coach Nicole Island. She Jane did come Kennedy in came back on for her. under a bit of a flu cloud, but she's yep. up to 10 points. Snuck up to double figures. The first player into double figures tonight, Nicole Hunt. Tracy Beattie back on for the Capitals, replaces Krista Hayes. Three-point play from Tully Bevilacqua. She's up to six points tonight, but her team trails by two points. 28-30, to 30, the AIS in front here. Five minutes remaining, Newly, a three-point specialist. Oh, I think she just had it inside the line that yeah, time. Yeah, just a foot inside, but still... An open look and didn't even think twice about it. Just knocked down the J. And as soon as they're open, they're shooting the ball. They're not hesitating, are they, Simon? No. Here comes Hurst. Pass to Beattie. Working hard under the basket. She's back out onto the court against Tolo. Now Tolo called for the foul. That'll be her second personal. Big ask. Tracy Beattie's got that room and she's going on that step-through move. You know, Mariana Tolo is not a small player. But Tracy Beattie is a monster. If you've got her down there in the key, she is hard to get on top of. Dean Ginsman taking no chances. He subs Mariana Tolo out of the game. Gives her a breather. At the charity strike is Tracy Beattie. The first one hits the back of the iron and does not drop. 33-28. The AIS over the Canberra Capitals. Great game in the nation's capital tonight. She makes the second Tracy Beattie. Langford with the inbound pass to Jamie Kennedy. Working the ball up the court against Natalie Hurst. Pass to Langford, being guarded by Abby Bishop. So this is a mismatch. Trying to use her pace is Langford. Yeah. She loses control of it. Bevilacqua steals it, and it's out of court. Apparently, according to referee Claire Stevenson, on the AIS. Smart play from Tully there, recognising Langford can be dangerous in that one-on-one situation, but not a strong driver. Drove herself into trouble there, and Tully just came over and put enough pressure on her to make her cough it up. Kelly Abrams out onto the court for the Capitals. She's an important player. Here's Bishop. Puts up the shot. It drops. Is fouled by Emma Langford. Three-point play coming up. 
Team fouls now are at 5-4. The uh, Capitals, so they'll go to the line at every foul of the AIS from here on in. And uh, just quickly, guys, it is interesting. Kayla Francis, when the, just before the stats went out, and I should say it's raining here, so there should be more AIS home games because they are breaking the drought <laughs> in this part of the world. But, uh, yeah, she was already at five rebounds when Ooh. the stats went out and uh, still sitting at five. Abby Bishop with six rebounds. Bevel Aqua with two. Bishop with, of course, ten points for the game. Bevel Aqua with six. The AAS are on five fouls for the quarter, so the Capitals in the bonus for the remainder four minutes of this quarter. Here comes Tully Bevel Aqua working against... Katie Ebsery, bounce pass was nice to Abrams, pivots on the right foot, puts up the shot, big block coming, I think it was from Kayla Francis, she emerged with the basketball, anyway, transition down the court, Langford pops it in, great drive. Athletic enough, Tully Bevelacqua came like a a lightning bolt across in front of her, but um, Tully giving away a lot of size, but Tully then uses that speed to get down the other end, weave through traffic and get an easy layup, so... 35, the AIS leading the Capitals, 33. Oh, Kennedy nearly spilt the beans there against <laughs> Natalie Hurst. Gets it back from Kayla Francis, does Kennedy. Drives left-hand oh. lane. Tracy Beatty with a huge block. Natty Hurst wore her like a glove down into the low post there, and she was really forced to, to stretch her arm to get the shot off, but... Uh, the very long arms of Tracy Beatty there just coming across and saying, no, no, no. Beatty comes back in now, guys, for the Capitals as Tolo checks in and it will be Langford who sits down. So a bit of a change on that matchup with Beatty. Tolo back into the game. Francis fires from the two-point territory. Can't hit it, though. We should point out Tracy Beatty, <laughs> the leading blocker in the WNBL, averaging three blocks a game. She's up to one tonight. Great defensive work from her. Bibby has it on the right-hand perimeter. Jamie Kennedy up against her. Eight seconds now on the shot clock for Bevelacqua to get one away. Bishop from three-point territory. Look good all the way. (laughs) Well, there it is. It's 36 now. Capitals a nose in front. 36-35. Timeout's been called. The um, two minutes 49 left in the game. I've got to say the Capitals are looking... they're not getting their stuff. They're, you know, their offense isn't running through. The AIS doing a great job of just being disruptive and, and being in the way. Well, I said a few moments ago, coming into this match, that Abby Bishop had shot seven from eight from three-point territory for the season. She's now shot eight from nine, so she's shooting it better than 90% from the three-point perimeter range. You've got to love that for a girl of her height, <laughs> and she plays inside predominantly. She's just developing her game to a new level. It's probably an area of her game that um, that is the slowest to develop is her inside game at the moment. So having the luxury of being able to step out and shoot that sort of percentage and that sort of confidence from outside is, is certainly not doing her career any any uh, disservice. So you know we've seen her struggle a little bit inside to try to consistently score so far this season, but she's also a good enough player that you know there's no way that. Uh, opposition teams are going to let her get in there and give her that sort of room. So, you know, that's um, she's unfortunately, you know, being rookie of the year. It's part and parcel of, of being in the spotlight. Yep. Teams are going to give you a lot more attention, make it harder for you to do your job. And Kayla Francis, the reigning rookie of the year for the AS. So, it was Abby Bishop followed by Kayla Francis, two of the up-and-coming stars of this game. Francis, speaking of her, the turnaround Jay from just outside the paint can't hit it. Hurst will do the transition thing up the court for the Canberra Capitals. 
Jamie Kennedy guarding her strongly and a little body check comes from Jamie Kennedy. She's called for her second personal and she'll check out of the game. Nicole Hunt back in. Yes, Scrappy wants them to keep pushing on the inside out and uh, a lot more activity from the players if they're cutting baseline or resting baseline. They have to come back up to the top, start going back to the post and just try to keep changing things up. Capital shooting at 52% so far in this game. 75 from outside the arc. They've made three from four attempts. The AIS, 48% their shooting percentage so far, 50%, four from eight attempts outside the arc. So far, they have not had a free throw. An unbelievable stat. Wow. The Capitals have made six from nine at 67%. And Natalie Hurst just made two from two there to get it out to a 37-35 lead. Able to force a turnover there, just Bibby. So she has possession again. Two minutes, 12 remaining on the clock. Bibby drives left-hand lane, a cheap little foul as well. So the AES probably getting themselves in a little bit of foul trouble in this second quarter, Simon. Yeah, maybe just a little bit of panic. You, you know, they're, they're only down by two. You can see... That one with Ebsuri, by the way. thinking, oh, we don't want to lose this lead. We'll get a little overzealous there. But um, we saw the, the quick um, sub there from Kinsman. He put uh, Nicole Hunt back out on, replacing uh, Jamie... Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy, sorry. Um, yeah, that match-up there with Nat Hurst, that's one that Natty Hurst will win all night on Kennedy, so that's a smart move from Kinson. Jess Bibby notches up her first point of the night. It's with two minutes remaining in the second quarter, the leading scorer in the league, and misses a second free throw. So the Capitals have eight individual scorers out there tonight. The AIS have seven, so both teams sharing it round quite a bit. Nicole Hunt now has the ball in the front court for the AIS. little give-and-go from Kayla Francis. Francis copped a big screen from Abrams oh, under nice. the basket. Received a nice little pass inboard. Couldn't make the finishing work, though. Yeah, tough look coming right in under the basket there. and Abby Bishop was uh, in position to just sweep it up. Tracy Beatty kicks it over the left-hand side of the perimeter to Captain Kelly Abrams in her 200th game. Feeds back underneath to Beatty, who throws up a prayer over her head. She's fouled by Tolo. Unfortunately, that's her third personal. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, minute 37. Not a huge panic stations, although they're going to sub her out. They bring back in Emma Langford for Tolo. But, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. If Tracy B's got the ball in under the basket there, <laughs> effectively anywhere in the key, and if she's got room to move, she can be a real handful. 39-35. It's now 40-35 as Tracy Beatty hits the first free throw shot for the Canberra Capitals. So they've done well to get a lead here, the Capitals, because the AS started with a bang. And she makes the second, Tracy Beatty, 41-35. The Canberra Capitals over the AS. Full court press here coming from the Capitals. Nikita Martin, a long pass to Kayla Francis. She saw she was free, who passes to Hunt now. Back to Francis at the top of the arc now. Crossover dribble, trying to use her mobility against Tracy Beatty. And does. And Beatty called for the foul, but it is only her first personal. Yeah, a lot of room. The, the lane really opened up there. All the other players were well outside that centre lane. And, uh, and Kayla Francis put it on the floor. Interesting, guys. We look at Abby Bishop, 13 points for the game. Bevelac were 8. Her 7. Abby Bishop, 7 rebounds. Kayla Francis, 7 rebounds and 9 points so far. <laughs> Almost a turnover here against Hunt. She just managed to keep it in the front court and avoid the backcourt play against Natalie Hurst. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Great Ooh. little pass to Webster, who banks it. Yeah, just a wrong-footed Cal Abrams just for a second there and was able to get the lead on that drive and, and well passed there from Nicole. 
Do you think there is a quicker player off the mark in the league than Katie Epsuri? I reckon her spring and her She's step is amazingly phenomenal. athletic off that first step, definitely. As they I'd say there is the one. The, court, the Capitals, who's that? I'd back Renee Camino off yep. that first step. She's got a hell of a first step. Good call. 42-37. Epsuri having a good night for the Canberra. Uh, sorry for the AS. She's on four points. Ooh. Francis, oh, almost lost the basketball, managed to juggle back into her control. Now kicks it to Langford, fires the triple Ooh. just on the shot clock. It didn't drop, though. Here comes Hurst on the transition. Tried to pass it to Bibby, and it's unfortunately Ooh. out of court on Katie Ezra. She caught it as she was running. Really ambitious baseline. pass there from, from Natty Hurst, uh, trying to get over the top, and, and uh, I think it was Langford there, got a hand in, knocked it free, but it, it comes up, Capitals ball in the end anyway. 22 seconds remaining on the game clock in this first half. There's a three-second differential with the shot clock. Abrams pulls up. Oh, Ooh, lovely fade away shot. from the left-hand elbow. Yeah, just got herself into room and knew that she's certainly got the range for a little fallback. Five seconds on the clock here for the AS to get a shot up before half-time. Down to two. Nikita Martin. Oh. Was she fouled by Abrams? No foul call. Yeah. No effective shot was put up. And at half-time at the AIS training hall, the Canberra Capitals lead by eight points. 45 points to 37. Craig Revelle, let's head courtside. Yes, with Caitlin Rowe here in Caitlin. Uh, a tough game tonight to be watching on the sideline. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's so exciting. I wish I was out there. The girls are doing awesome so far. They're down by five at half time. But, yeah, I think we'll come back in the second half. It has been an interesting game. The Caps dominating right at the beginning, getting the AAS down eight points. But the AAS getting back to a lead there at the first change. Yeah, like, oh, it's a bit scary in the first half. We thought, man, I thought maybe it was going to be a blowout. But, yeah, the girls really fought hard to come back. And, yeah, they were up, they were up um, for a while. But, yeah, it was really good to come back. All right. Now, what about your own injuries? How are they progressing? Yeah, I've been out for some time now, about eight weeks just before um, the season started. Probably be about maybe a week and a half time back in yet. So I'm really looking really um, forward to being back in and start training and then maybe getting a couple games in WMVL. Haven't started training yet though? No, nah, probably in about a week and a half I'll start being modified training and then maybe a week after that full training and then maybe a few weeks then I'll be playing some games. Yep. Well we wish you all the best for that and uh, we'll let you head off the change rooms now. Alright, thank you. Thanks very much to Caitlin Rowe. Craig Revelle catching up with the injured AIS player there. Caitlin Rowe, well it is half time here at the AIS training hall on the AIS Basketball Network on Sport Radio. The Canberra Capitals leading the AIS 45-37. to Back soon with more WNBL action. Cheryl Chambers, well, half-time here. And uh, what are your thoughts on the first half, having a look at the AIS? And, of course, I guess you're interested in the Caps tonight. Yeah, I guess it's been pretty entertaining. I guess 45 points for Canberra is a lot. And I, I guess they're probably looking for a 100-point game from here. So... Um, hopefully you'll see the AIS come out and play some, some tough D here and try and slow the scoring down. Well, half time's up and we haven't got an opposition out there. The AIS is ready to go. Yeah, it could be, uh, could be easy for the AIS to score at this point, couldn't it? Obviously, the change rooms are a fair way from here, so obviously they're still stuck up in the change rooms and don't know the time. Uh, what has been the noticeable thing you've seen in the cap so far? Oh, look, I guess it shows that there's a lot of firepower, you know. I mean, they, their guards can score, their bigs can score, and, and they can certainly get out and run. So I guess that's something that we'll need to look out for tomorrow night. Well, we'll speak to you then. All right, thanks. Thanks very much to Chambers. Craig Revelle catching up with Cheryl Chambers there. Simon Peters, the Canberra Capitals have been pretty slow out of the change rooms. They've just walked out here onto the court and they've got to go. 
Yep, um, clearly a bit of miscommunication there as to how long the, uh, the half-time break was going to be as the game starts off. Bibby at the foul line, backing away from Esri. Just hit the front of the ring, the shot. Offensive forward, though, came courtesy of Abby Bishop. Kicked it back outside to Tully Bevilacqua. Pounce pass to Bishop for a second triple of the night. Oh! <laughs> it dropped off the front of the ring. It bounced high after hitting the front of the ring. Talk about shooter's roll. <laughs> More than a shooter's roll. She's got a heat seeker in there or something. That was an amazing shot. She's two from two from the triple arc tonight. Abby Bishop continuing to grow from confidence. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. In fact, she is shooting the ball remarkably at over 90% from the triple yeah. line. Offensive foul called, Simon. Yeah, good foul. Um, and, uh, good call. Um, Tully Bevilacqua is no no dummy when it comes to defence, and, and she saw that uh, Mariana Tolo was set up. That's her fourth personal for Tolo, so that's going to hurt the Institute. That Molly Lewis has come out uh, to replace Tolo. And I think that's her first minutes of this evening, Molly Lewis. We'll get yep. Craig Ravel to confirm that, but I'm pretty confident that's the case. Krista Hayes has it at the top of the arc. Kicks it over to Bevilacqua, fakes the three-point triple, takes a couple of bounces, passes to Bibby, working around now the right-hand arc. Little round-arm bounce pass from Ooh. Abrams to Hayes, who banks it in, two-point contribution. She threw that up there. <laughs> Right on the money there, John. It is the first minutes for Lewis. So it's back out now to a 13-point margin. Turnover against Ooh. the Capitals, or it was against the AS, but me nearly grabbed it back in the backcourt. Molly Lewis fires for the triple. And that's her game. Molly Lewis is a brilliant set shooter, so the Capitals want to put a body on her. She is pretty much a specialist three-point shooter in this AIS team. Isn't Very she much so, it? yeah. Meanwhile, there is some body work going on at the Canberra Capitals offensive end of the court. A foul called against Molly Lewis, her first personal. She has only been in the game about a minute. She's in the thick of the action. A triple from behind the arc and now a foul at defensive end. 40-50, to 50, the AIS trailing the Canberra Capitals. Inbound pass will come from Captain Kelly Abrams in her 200th game to Bevilacqua driving Ooh, left-hand baseline. Yeah. Nicole Hunt got a foul. cheeky hand in there. Yeah, don't know, that wasn't the wisest foul. It's just only her second, but she never even looked like getting anywhere near the ball there. Just reached across the, the chest and uh, knocked the arm free. 50 to 40, 10 point margin. Cheryl Chambers said the Canberra Capitals will be looking for a 100 point game this evening come this second half. Bevilacqua drives strongly right hand lane. Bishop, the offensive board, puts up Ooh. the putback. She's fouled. The shot didn't drop, but she'll go to the line. No, we'll let Abby miss that shot. She was <laughs> definitely had a, uh, a big arm there. I'm calling that a bad call, guys. The ball had left her hand before Francis made any contact. That's a no call. Kayla Francis called for her first personal of the evening, but the AIS are already on what it looks like to be four fouls for the quarter. Craig Ravel. Wow. Which is going to hurt them. Minute 40 into the game, into the quarter, and they're in foul trouble. So that's Bishop misses both free throws. Somehow Francis was out of position for the rebound, but she managed to flick it to herself. Molly, Molly Lewis, Lewis just threw the ball out of bounds. I don't know why she didn't just... Tully Bevilacqua rotating around to get in the lane between uh, Lewis and Hunt. Molly Lewis should just put the ball on the floor and dribble it up court. Here's Kel Abrams, offensive baseline, right in front of the Sport Radio commentary oh, box. Fadeaway jumper from Abby Bishop, can't hit it. Hayes the board, 
Bibby caught it on the defensive baseline. Appeared to be out of court. The referee didn't call it. Didn't matter. Here comes Newley on the transition. Feeds Ebsery. Has to go up against Bishop under the basket now. Almost lost control of it. Wrestling. Which way is the possession arrow going as the jump ball's called? The AIS. Out of trouble there, Simon. Yeah, it's turning into a bit of a wrestling match, though. We hate to see the game sort of deteriorate into this. The refs need to get control of it again. You're dead right there. 51 to 40. The Capitals over the AS. Nicole Hunt, offensive baseline, inbound pass. Neil Muley thought about the catch and shoot. Drive. Oh, Marty wow. Got a very, very heavy body work there, but the shot drops. Yeah, bang body's pretty hard there. I don't know that either was responsible but um, for the foul, but yeah, did well to make that drop. Bishop tried to grab oh. it off the glass. Bibby came in against Katie Ebsery and knocked it out of court. Yeah, Katie Ebsery had no idea that uh, she had Jess Bibby in a back pocket there and just, just knocked it free. She's going to take a breather after two and a half minutes and Nathurst coming back on for the Capitals, as does Tracy Beattie. She's replacing Krista Hayes. Capitals still shooting at 50%, guys. 80 from outside the arc and 69% from the free throw line. The AIS have only had one trip to the free throw line. They've converted that 50% from the three-point three area and 46 for the game. Francis still on nine points and eight rebounds. Oh, she fired up another there, but it didn't drop. Here comes Hurst. Transition drives strongly against Hunt oh, and drops man. it in. Gee, it was great driving from Natalie Hurst. Just oh, so strong. Turnover here. Francis threw it straight to Bevilacqua on the intercept. Kicked it back outside to Hurst. They'll reset up here, the Canberra yeah, Capitals. smart play from that Hurst, though. It would have been her and Tully on four. So it would have been a big ask. No look pass from Abrams to Beattie under the basket. Working against Tolo. And Tolo caught, sorry, Francis called for the foul. Wholesale changes here for the AIS with Langford, Martin and Cummings to come on. Finally, and Caitlin Cunningham, Cunningham comes, comes on, on for the Capitals. Yeah. Checking in for our first minutes this evening with seven minutes remaining on the third quarter. However, a timeout has been called by the AIS coach, Dean Kinsman. He senses danger. His team trailing 53-42 to 42 with seven minutes and four seconds remaining in this third quarter. Simon, neither team has looked particularly convincing in this third quarter. It's been fairly scrappy. No, uh, you'd, you'd give the, the Capitals, you'd understand them coming out. of They effectively walked out of the change room onto the court and had to start the game. Uh, so you can forgive them for being a little rusty. Yeah, the AIS is looking unsettled. Um, it's it's certainly a lot more physical. Well, I don't even know if a lot more physical, but the referees are, are not calling stuff all of a sudden. Kayla Francis, uh, she eventually was called for the foul there. She was trying to foul. She was trying to you know stop the play. Get knew that they were in trouble. Um, the the referee right on the baseline there just ignored it. Didn't call a thing. It, it was a referee over on the other side of the, the, uh, the three-point arc there who ended up blowing that foul. So that's, you know, it's, if they're not all on the same page, it can just quickly deteriorate. Two other big games being played tonight in the WNBL. One has been completed over in New Zealand. The Christchurch Sirens notching up their second win of the season, this time against Bendigo, 86 points to 83. Sydney playing Adelaide in the top of the ladder clash tonight too in Sydney. That game getting underway an hour later than this one. We'll bring you some update scores from that as this game progresses. Here's Craig Revell. What did the coaches have to say, Craig? Well, naturally enough, Dean Kinsman just absolutely disgusted with the defence so far in this quarter, giving away too many fouls on just simple penetrations there. And, uh, well, it's uh, Graffy just wants to start playing some games and working around Cunningham's athleticism. Beattie slots one of two from the free throw line. Emma Langford 
Copped an awkward one at her feet, managed to regather the basketball. The AS in the front court, very hard press coming from Kayla, Kelly Abrams here on Nikita Martin. She passes to Steph coming now with a Cole Hunt with five seconds remaining on the shot. Spin move, turn around. Oh, that was sensational. How did she drop that, Simon? Bit of a breakdown of the defence there. Nat Hurst defending the drive. No one coming up to defend that spin move. So... Uh, Nat did the right thing, just a, a bit of a breakdown there from the Capitals' defence. Cunningham gets her hands on the basketball, then she works along the right-hand baseline, provides a screen to Tully Bevilacqua, who's on the dribble, moves quickly, passes to Abrams outside the perimeter, and there's some kind of... Is it a three-second rule or is it an offensive foul? I think foul? it was three-second. They yeah. haven't signalled a foul. So Got her on camping there. Yep. Just Caitlin had a, just a foot in the key there. Nicole Hunt working it from the backcourt into the front court, pass to Langford who's back onto the court now. She didn't play a lot in the second term, Emma Langford, or towards the second stage of that anyway, but she, when she was out on court, really impressed. Ooh. Nicole Hunt forced to do the pump shot because Tracy Beattie was in her face, consequently didn't get an effective shot up. Here's the run and gun game from Bavalacqua. Thought about driving right hand lane, instead popped to Beattie under nice. the basket with a little easy put in off the glass. There's that problem again. You get Tracy Beattie right in there under the basket and it's pretty much all over if she gets her hands on the ball. Abby Bishop, the leading scorer on the court with 17 points. Her team, the Canberra Capitals, in front by 12, 56-44. Hunt! She's doing a lone hand. Fires from the elbow and hits it. Down the court, it's Caitlin nah. Cunningham. Has it stripped of her by Emma Langford? The pass to Cunningham was not good. No, nah, it was way out in front. Caitlin looking, as you'd expect, you know, a little... Underdone fitness wise She hasn't had much court time 56-46 The AS looking to get it back into single digits And they have Courtesy of Nikita Martin's little pull up Jay from the free throw line 56-48 Bevilacqua Thought about driving against Cumming Works under the basket Bevilacqua fouled by Francis There looked to be a lot of ball in that Simon That uh, was certainly Infinitely cleaner than the, the, the Fouls that Kayla Francis was trying to get uh, in the play a couple of a couple of goes earlier that we were talking about. Timeout's been called. Dean Kinsman wants to know what's going on. He is having a word to referee Kyle Simpson about that foul called on Kayla Francis. Interestingly, I think Francis was on no fouls at the beginning of this half. She's fouled or been called for three fouls in this third quarter. Yeah. A little bit of a concern because Mariana Tolo is on four fouls and he really needs to get valuable minutes out of them for the remainder of the game. He needs at least one of them out there, you know, um, freed up and, and being able to go to work. So that's going to... I mean, it's, it's still only three on Francis. That doesn't put her in huge trouble yet. She's, uh, you know, she's a smart player, but she's a big... She does play in an area of the court where there's a lot of bumping, a lot of physicality. You can get unlucky. You can get, a, a, you know, a bump or a push or something that that you haven't instigated at all, ref sees it the other way, you, you know, it's just part and parcel of playing down low in the post. So, yeah, obviously a concern. And the Capitals will probably look to exploit that and go to whoever Taylor Francis is defending. Go to them in the paint every time. Yeah, see, Kerry Graff's pulled um, Caitlin Cunningham off straight away, put on... Michaela Benny. Dalish. Benny, sorry, yep. I keep forgetting the, <laughs> the married name. But, um, you know, that's, that's not going to do anything for her confidence. Give her a chance to get out there. You know, she, she had one decent look on a drive, on a, on a transition play that um, Tully Bevilacqua sort of threw out in front of the bad pass. So, yeah, anyway. Bevilacqua up to nine points as she sinks the first free throw, shooting at 89% from the charity strike this year. 
Makes the second. She's very reliable from that range is Kelly. Now, full-court press coming from the Capitals here. Nikita Martin doing the ball work too, so she's probably not the number one point doubter, isn't Nicole Hunt and Jamie Kennedy in that role. It went to Kennedy, then to Nikita Martin, who works at the step coming. Had it tapped away by Bevilacqua, but coming. Regain control, crossover dribble, kicks it back outside to Langford. Drives inside. She's got a nice inside game, Langford. Threw up a wild hook shot, but she was fouled. Yeah, a good move from Langford there. She knew that uh, the defender was all over her, so... Uh, definitely make that drive on Abby Bishop. Bishop's third of the night. So uh, Langford really adds something to this OAS dynamic. I think she's, she's a, there's no one like her in the team. Like she's an in between tall and small. She's got some great athleticism. She's got some pretty good aggro in her too. She's very strong. She's fantastic physique. Just a, a great size. Uh, you know, not super tall and thin. She's you she's know, a great athlete, but not huge. Not, not a tank either. She's got that no. athleticism. And she's, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, now that she's back uh, injury-free, it'll be great to see her push on with her career. Beatty receives from Benny. It was a great pass from Benny, but Kayla Francis was just forced to stand there and put her hands exactly, up. Really yeah. couldn't go to hard work on her, could she? Yeah, and a big ask in the first place anyway. I mean, Tracy's pretty much scoring at will at the moment. He's coming, driving. Beatty called for the foul. Ooh, and that's second personal. Bishop, is it? Bishop picks up her fourth. Her fourth personal, so... If she's fouled out of the game, Marianne Tolo's on four fouls as well. That could level things up, although Krista Hayes has checked back in for the Capitals. Bishop takes a sit-down. See, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about the foul count, which down the stretch in this fourth quarter could really play a big part in the game. But it's a ten-point game at the moment. It's a nine-point game now. Steph Cummings knocks down that first one. The AIS are not even close to being out of this game. The Capitals, even though they're up by nine, up by eight now, is... As Cummings makes that second free throw, Caps don't look confident. They don't look settled in their offense. Steph Cummings, 100% from the free throw line this year, maintains that record. And the AIS now leading the quarter by one point. Good point, 60 to 52. Hurst fired up the shot. Great little defensive rebound coming from Steph Cummings. Dribbles it into the front court and gives a little pass off to Jamie Kennedy. Spin move on the dribble against Natalie Hurst. Kicks it to Langford. Nikita Martin open for the three. Hit the front of the ring. Oh, coming got a hand for the offensive rebound. There's a foul call by referee Claire Stevenson, though. Which way will it go? On Tully Bevilacqua. Wow. Ball for a foul. Not to say it didn't happen. Yeah, she got underneath coming that time. That's why she got into the air. Right. Dean Kinsman's rolling the dice here. He's put Mariana Tolo back on the court with four fouls. I guess it's a good move considering that... One of the other tools of the Capitals is off at the moment, Abby Bishop. We'll and you wait know what? and see. You know, this is a development program for the, the AIS as well. And you go, well, here's some pressure, girls. You've got 4,000, 3,000 apiece. Get out there and, you know, play hard. Make sure you don't foul. AIS transit it down the court. Courtesy of Jamie Kennedy. They trail by 8 points, 60 to 52. Tolo through hands. Oh, steal from Berlacqua. Intercepted the pass. <laughs> Another steal for her down the court on the transition. And Tolo, maybe. No, oh, I think Cumming was called for the foul. <laughs> because Cumming and Tolo were going to work on Bevilacqua. There wasn't a lot in it, though, Simon. No, a few AIS hearts and throats there for, for a moment. As it looked like Tolo might have picked up her fourth foul. Cumming takes a sit down. She's had a good game tonight, Steph no, Cumming. No, fifth, that would have been, sorry. Up to five points. I think that number eight on the scoreboard is actually Steph Cumming, who's in right. the number seven jersey. So if that is the case, she's on five points tonight. 
And Kelly B knocks down the first. Eight individual scorers, too, for the AS, so they are really sharing it around tonight. Kayla oh, Francis, Francis owns the rebound. Great rebound. Oh, oh, the pass wasn't matching the rebound. Fortunately, fell to Nikita Barton. How's Bivalak? Okay. She's okay. I think she just sort of tripped up. She's got up. She's in plain D. Tolo thought about the J shot. It's not really her typical territory. Off the one step. Puts it up. Grabs the offensive rebound. Ooh. Fouled by Tracy Beatty. And can go to the line to shoot a pair. Trace did what she needed to do. It's her third personal. Nicole Hunt preparing to check back in for the AIS. Second personal, sorry, for Tracy Beatty. I think it actually is her third. The, the scoreboard's saying it's only a second, but I think it might actually flick over to her third. We'll wait for Craig Ravel on that one. I stand to be corrected, Simon, if that is the case. Mia Newley for the triple! There you go. It's suddenly a six-point game. 2.51 left. Capital 61. AIS 55. Tracy Beatty. Appears to only be on two fouls, so I do stand corrected, Simon. Kelly Abrams now with the ball. Kicks it to Bevilacqua, through hands to Bibby. Hasn't really got going tonight, Jess Bibby. There's a foul off the ball. Francis is down, offensive foul against the Capitals. Yeah, I didn't see it again, but Hayes involved there. She's called for the foul. Francis gets up a little gingerly, but she's running back down the floor, so hopefully no dramas there for the Institute. So the Institute have got it back to 6 points, 61-55, two and a half minutes remaining in this third quarter. Here's Tolo working under the basket again, Beatty and Beatty. This time it's her third personal. No, it is her fourth yes. by the uh, WNBL website yep. stats. Now, they have been out a couple of times tonight, these stats, but right at the moment I have got her at four personal fouls. The, the scoreboard has just... Put up the three sign, actually, from the bench. have held up the three foul sign. But I I did have a feeling she was on two fouls already before she was called for the third foul prior to that. But anyway, she is officially on three fouls, according to the scoreboard here. Craig Ravel will check that out. Mariana Tolo, in the meantime, sinks both free throws. She's good from that territory. An 81% shooter from the free throw line this year, Simon. She's really worked on that part of her game. Only 60% last season. Yeah, it's a... It's a an area she's going to have to be good with, and it's good to see her improve there. Four-point game. 61-57. Bibby right-hand lane. Mm. Tolo not called for a foul there. Or well, Nikita Martin turned it over against Kelly Abrams, and the Capitals emerge with the basketball. Exciting stuff here at the OS Training Hall. Hope you're enjoying WNBL action on Sport Radio. John Keo and Simon Peters along with Craig Ravel. Tracy Peters on the, the right drive. Yeah, they're loving to see... All 202 centimetres of Tracy Beatty just beaten down on that basket. The turnovers just hurting the OS at the moment. They are the leading team for turnovers in the league with 25 of averaging a game. Newly driving against the smaller body in Bibby. Oh, wow. Great offensive board came from Francis. The leader oh, in the league for those was knocked out of her hands, though, after the shot. And here comes the Capitals down the court. Hurst working it there, right-hand side. Has it against Nicole Hunt. Fires from abroad, can't hit the triple. Kayla Francis keeps it in court for the AIS. Great little give to Mia Newley, who dribbles it into the front court. Kayla's looking tired. She uh, probably can't wait for this three-quarter time break. Just a chance to get a breather. One minute remaining. Francis almost Ooh. has it stripped of her. Abrams call for the foul. They're in the bonus here. The AIS will go to the line. Chance to put it back to a four-point game. Craig Ravel. Tracy Beattie on 12 points, but leading scorer at the moment is Abby Bishop on 17. Then two players on 11, Bevilacqua and Natalie Hurst for the Canberra Capitals. For the AIS, 
it is 12 points for Nicole Hunt as Francis looks to make a double-double for the night. Francis misses the first free throw. She's been on nine points since quarter time as well, so she hasn't scored for almost two quarters of basketball. She's still having great effect at the offensive end. She has just scored now up to 10 points. And that's a double-double. 10 points and 11 rebounds. She's averaging a double-double a game as well. Emma Langford has come on to the AIS. For Mariana Tolo. So Dean Kinsman taking no chances. Great little move from Bibby under the basket. The spin (laughs) underneath. The reverse lay-in off the right hand. 65-58. So back out to 7 points with 38 seconds remaining. A couple of shots still to be played out. Nicole Hunt gets free. Oh, too much ease there for Nicole Hunt. Nat Hurst, not enough to checking, Simon. Yeah, once again, I think a bit of a breakdown defensively. They were, they were looking to switch the screen there. Nat backed off to switch, and no one came up and, and took it for us. So, yeah, just another breakdown. 12 seconds on the shot. Abrams has it. Feeds Hayes under the basket. No foul called against Langford. Gee, that was an interesting non-call. Francis pulls down the rebound. She is very tired, Simon. She yeah, lost control she of it. Yeah, she looks sore. Looks tired. Knocked it out of court. Seven seconds left. Caps up by 5.65-60, and they'll get the baseline ball under their basket. Abrams, the pass, and give and go. To put away. The turnover, though. Francis comes out with it. Here's Hunt, working to the front oh. court. Throws up a prayer from halfway. <laughs> Gee, it was ambitious. Didn't drop, though. Three-quarters of time here at the AAS training hall. The Canberra Capitals with their noses in front by 5.65 to 60, but the AIS have made up three points in that third quarter, Simon. Yeah, and still well and truly in this game. It's road and do Craig. Here's Craig Gravel. Sarah McCappian joins us on the sideline now, and, uh, well, the girls are working their way back into this game. Yeah, definitely. It's really quite exciting. Hopefully we'll get over the line. So, oh, just... We want to get into the fourth quarter and hopefully get a win, but they're playing really well to get back in the game, and that's what we always do, come from behind and keep fighting as a team. It has been an interesting night because uh, the Caps have just been continually keeping that pressure on you. That's what they've done for one of the last four championships. They're a good team, and we know that, but we're just trying to keep... They'll come, go out, we'll hopefully come back in and hopefully be able to really win over the line. Kayla Francis, another double-double. She's had uh, an amazing year. She has had an amazing year. She's gone to Sapphires as well as our Gems World. She's done heaps for the team. It's good to see her being able to be, compete on the floor with these girls and absolutely beat them. Well, we'll let you get back into the huddle. How's the injury, though? Um, injury, good. Train today, first time in five weeks, so hopefully I'll be playing in two weeks' time. All right, all the best for that. Thank you. Thanks very much to Sarah. Craig Revelle catching up with Sarah McCappian then. I'm always impressed by how well some of these young girls talk, Simon. I mean... Yeah, you know, 16, 17 years of age, her and Kate Days, they're very well spoken. It's part of what they um, they teach the, the girls here. It's part of the whole package that the AIS provides. They don't just teach them how to play ball, but they teach them how to deal with the media. And, um, you know, there's a whole lot of background towards a, a legitimate career in sport for them. So it's, you know, it's a world-renowned program here at the Chute, and, and they're having a great, great result. What about some of the stats to three-quarter time? The girls just walking back into the court, but the major ones? We mentioned the, uh, the turnover count really jumped up there for the Institute. They have 15 in the game now, so um, 15 for them as opposed to 8 for the Capitals. They're dominating on the boards by 10, 32 to 22. The AIS have 8 offensive rebounds. We talked before about you know some of the depth that the Capitals have. I mean, 
they're not having a great game, but they're up by 65, and really there's at um, they've just got so much depth and so much talent in their team that in a very short amount of time they can just pour in 10 points, get a couple of stops, and you know and be in a dominant position again. Nine individual scorers out there for the AS as we get underway in this final term. Francis crashes the board. Beatty missed the shot. Nicole Hunt, the point guard role, works it into the front court for the AS. Big Fernando corner coming up here at the AS training hall. Upset could be on the cards. Nicole Hunt! Oh, yeah. She is having a blinder. Up to 16 points. She scored 17 last week against Townsville. Looking to top that. Just want to clear something up, guys. It was four fouls against Tracy Beattie. The AIS have fouled Tracy Beattie four times. She has fouled the AIS three times. Bibby from long range can't hit it. Nikita Martin gets the bounce rebound and passes to Nicole Hunt. Three point margin here, 65-62. The Canberra Capitals leading the AIS. Nine minutes to play in this final quarter. Newly fakes right hand side, works it to the left hand side, drives under the basket, tries to kick it back outside. Beatty though, intercepted, down the court Bevilacqua, to Abrams, thought about pulling up for the triple, drives down the left hand lane, Ooh, lays it in nice. off the glass. Big shock in Sydney currently guys, the Lightning, 21, leading the frames, 12, that is a halfway point of the first turn. Adelaide Lightning playing Sydney in the top of the ladder clash. Interestingly, oh. Adelaide are on top of the ladder. They've lost just one game, yet they've sacked their coach, Chris Lucas. How does that stack up? I know they've won a few games since his departure, but really, what's going on there? Um, at the risk of sounding facetious, uh, we could coach that Adelaide team to a WNBL championship. That's a hell of a team they've put together. And a lot of that, you've got to credit Chris Lucas with it. We don't know the intricacies of the, of the sacking and all that sort of stuff, but he put that team together and it's a hell of a team. We'll find out from Craig Ravel later how much court time Angela Marino is getting as well. But Craig, you've got something much more important to tell us. Krista Hayes just getting her first personal foul as she pushed one of the AIS uh, defending players in the back and that was a turnover as Hunt finds oh. more baskets. 18 points for the game now she for Nicole the Hunt. Hand. Nicole Hunt, she has come alive this WNBL season. And in the last two weeks, particularly, Beattie, unattended at the top of the key. The Capitals leave her unattended there, the AS rather. Sinclair under the basket. Big block came from Kayla Francis. She can do it all, this girl. Dribbles it up into the front court now with a bounce pass to Nicole Hunt. Three points of difference, 67-64. The Capitals leading the AS. Hunt has got it all over Nat Hurst tonight. Beat oh, man. To the triple! Kayla Francis has hit the three. It's a tied-up ball game, 67 apiece. That is not the player to leave with that much room. She had a week of daylight between her and any other defender. Question for you, is Nicole Hunt playing a better game than Natalie Hurst tonight? Because um, they're playing on each other most Definitely of the game. tonight, yeah, for sure. Not asking if she's a better player, but tonight she no, certainly has the wood on, on her. Absolutely, 18 yeah. points up against 11 points. You can't just measure point guards' effect in terms of how much points they've scored, but certainly she's setting up points, as we just saw with Kayla Francis knocking down that three, but she's also scoring too. Yeah, it appears like uh, there are at times, as uh, we see Emma Langford fouled by Peter Sinclair on the way to the basket there. Like Nat Hurst and uh, somebody else in the Capitals are playing two different styles of defence. Now, we don't know what they're running, so either Nat is making the mistake there or the uh, other player for the Capitals. But you can see Nat sagging off in areas on drives and stuff where normally 
if she was going to do that, you'd expect another player to come in and fill up that spot. It's just not happening at the moment. There's some sort of breakdown in the defence. Hard to tell from, from where we are who's making that mistake. Timeout, 67 points apiece, 6 minutes 55 remaining on the final quarter clock here at the AIS training hall. Simon Peters, Dean Kinsman spoke pre-game about how statistically the Canberra Capitals are the best three-point shooting team in the league. The AIS are the worst. Well, it's been reversed reverse tonight. Five <laughs> three-pointers for the AIS, only two for the Canberra Capitals. Yeah, it's odd. I've, you know, I've, we've mentioned it several times through the call tonight that the, the Capitals have not looked confident in their offense. Whether they're experimenting with a new offense or they're running something different or they're just having a bad night, it's, it's kind of hard to tell, but they are not in their normal game. You know, we... We mentioned it earlier, Jess Bibby, you know, she's the leading scorer in the league at the moment. And what have we got for at the moment? About uh, two points. Three points. Three points. So, you know, something's going on there. It's, uh, they're just not looking comfortable. And, yeah, there's some work to do for the Caps if they're going to pull this win off. Craig Ravel. AIS are going to go hard at the number 10 for the Capitals. She's on four fouls. And watch out for some very, very tight D and aggressive play at the uh, well the oh, former AS player over at Langford missed the free throw Beatty turned oh, it over man. here's Francis under the basket rolls it in they're out by three points the AS that number 10 as well Craig Abby Bishop Graffy very concerned about this big momentum swing Bishop kicks it back outside to Beatty a travel, travel. against Tracy Beatty nothing at the top going of the right arc. for the Capitals at the moment Polo's coming in for Langford too that was a swap that uh, Nicole Island was calling in that timeout. 70-67, to 67, the AIS with their noses in front of the Canberra Capitals with 6 minutes 37 remaining. And Dean Kinsman has rolled the dice to a certain extent because he's got Tolo out there on four fouls. I guess Abby Bishop, though, for the Capitals out there also on four, Simon. Yeah, and the way that Emma Langford is playing, you know, Mariana Tolo is a, is a you know, legitimate WNBL player now. But if she were to foul out, the way Langford is playing tonight... She can easily step in there and uh, you know fill the void. Epsory missed the triple attempt for the Canberra Cap. Uh, sorry for the AS. Here's Bevelacqua crashing into Cummings. Feeds it back outside to her. She's good from this territory. Hell Nails yeah. the triple. Ties it up at 70 apiece. So that's another. You know that's just one of those things. You got the AIS wanting to play hard nosed D. They've rolled the dice there. Uh, double teaming. Steph coming down there. Oh, sorry, Steph coming came across for the double team. Here's her. Pulls the trigger. Oh. That's her third triple of the evening, Nicole Hart. She's up to 21 points, the leading scorer on the court. They just have an answer for everything at the moment, the Institute. She plays with enormous confidence, Nicole Hart. A real excitement machine. Here's Hurst trying to get one oh, back on tough. her. Good Clever dish. little pass to Beatty. Missed it off the backboard. Foul caught against Tracy Beatty. Wow. She's on four personals as well. She came over the back of Mariana Tolo, tried to pull down the offensive board. If uh, if the Capitals lose, and there's the potential for them to lose both their bigs in Bishop and Beattie, they are in deep trouble. It's interesting too, as we look at the stats here, the Capitals have dropped their field goal percentage to 47, whilst the AIS now are at 50, and 50 from outside the arc. Craig, Dean Kinsman just having a word to Kayla Francis out there, saying keep going, as Ooh. Bishop... Gets a steal, throws it out of court though. She looks very tight, as Simon pointed out earlier. How many minutes has Kayla Francis played? Because I think she's had huge minutes tonight. Ask the question, I'll answer it. 31-31. 
So, so far. He effectively yeah. sat down for four minutes of his game. Yeah, so far. <laughs> big effort from the young player, Kayla Francis, but they need her. Here's Newley, triple territory, Ooh. hit the front of the ring, was short on the shot, Bevilacqua. The rebound comes down the court, going one-on-one against Newley under the left-hand basket. Nice play from Tully. Veteran play there from Tully Bevilacqua. I can see it the next time out, though. Dean Kinsman saying, hey, it's not a three-point game. Keep doing, keep pushing the way you've got back into this game. 73-72. Hunt open again. She had a toe on the line that time. Shot didn't drop. Francis almost pulled down the offensive board. Falls to Hurst. She's got two on one to go against. Pulls up, though. Walks it back outside three-point territory and sets up now. Kicks it to Bishop against Francis. Trying to back in. Francis calls for a foul. Bishop appeared to almost attack her. Yeah, she really sort of swung that elbow through as she as she turned on that drive. I think Kayla was very unlucky there. Okay. Very lucky. As we go to the Institute's timeout, Nicole Hunt, 21 points. Kayla Francis, 15. Emma Langford, 9. Kayla Francis, 14 rebounds. Abby Bishop on 17 points. Natalie Hurst on 14. Tally Bevelacqua on 13. Bishop with 9 rebounds. Bevelacqua with 7. And Natalie Hurst with 6. One point game, but there are so many variables sitting out there. You know, if you... If you, you lose Tolo, you lose Beattie, you lose... Oh, and now Kayla Francis with her fourth foul as well. So there are four really key players for both teams, two on each team. They're sitting there riding four fouls. You drop one of those and, you know, the, the, as physical as the game's been in the second half, there's a potential for all four of those girls to foul out of this game before the end. Looking at both teams, who do you think each team on those out of those players on four fouls really can't afford to lose? I don't think the AAS can afford to lose Francis. I think you're right, because um, Tolo's only scored two points. She's had a quiet, a quiet nine by her standard. She's still been effective out there, but Francis is uh, not only is she scoring and such an offensive threat, but she's owning the defensive rebound. She gets you so much possession off the glass, off the missed shots the Capitals put up. For the Capitals, they would want Bishop out there. I'd say if you had to choose between losing Beattie and Bishop, you'd you'd take Tracy yep. out Bishop of the game. Bishop on 17 points, Beattie on 12. A bigger contributor and just more rounded. Here's um, Hurst trying to get involved. Oh, f pulled down a big rebound. Abrams caught for the foul. Yeah, I think I think the Institute have got a lot more to lose though. They lose one of their bigs or two of their bigs. You're going to back the, the Capitals um, backcourt against the AIS backcourt as well. As, as good a game as Nicole um, Hunt has had tonight. I, I would back the Capitals backcourt. Capitals up to four fouls in this third term. Here's Craig Ravel. Yes, and Kerry Graff saying the fouls are going to go our way now. Kayla Francis on four. Ooh. She thinks that's a huge advantage for the Capitals as, uh, well, unfortunately, they weren't, the AS not able to score points that time up the floor. For Dean Kingsman, he wants them to keep going hard, keep doing what they have done to get to this position. Hurst looking to be the go-to player at the moment. She's the one with a slightly hot hand. She passed it to Bishop. Put up a nice two-point contribution. Shoots truly. Yeah, and smart move from Abby. She really attacked the basket. Knows Tolo's on four. Tolo has to back off, give her a bit of room. And Be- uh, was just able to get himself enough room to shoot. Bevilacqua with the big task now on Nicole Hunt. She's hit three triples for the game. Double has dribble. the hot hand. Yeah. Double dribble against Unlucky. Katie Ebsery. Yeah, just got herself into a spot of bother there. Um, kept playing through, as you would, because we've seen double dribbles. Uh, be ignored <laughs> so you're not going to stop playing you just keep going no Esri should have been giving that to Francis then she was open at the elbow so um, 
Coach Kingsman wanted Francis to work, Francis to work more at the elbow as Bishop oh, goes for man. three. Oh, my goodness. Abby Bishop, two from two from three-point territory tonight. That's one way to start a foul trouble. Let's <laughs> not get involved in the physical stuff and just drain a three. Has she hit two or two or three of three tonight, Craig Ravel from three-point territory? Three of three, Julia White from the Camera Times has just indicated to me. Nearly with the big response from triple territory. Bang, back to a one-point game. Three minutes left. Capitals 77, AIS 76. Nearly's hit a couple from beyond the arc as well. Taylor Francis, intentional kick off the pass of Natalie Hurst. So a fresh 24 seconds for the Capitals. Foot violation, that was. Craig Ravel, when we get a break here, (laughs) maybe just run through some of the triple scorers for both teams because there's multiple ones for the Capitals as well as the AIS. Abrams beats it to BDG. She looks tired as well. Receives back... From Beattie to Zabras, passes to Hurst, kicks at the other side to Bevelacca, feeding under the paint. He's Bishop going to work on nice. Tolo. Tolo couldn't do much body work there, Simon. Uh, Abby's looking more confident too. We talked how she'd struggled to score from inside his industry. Ooh, puts up a three, it's no good. The Capitals come away with the rebound. Crucial stage of the match now. The Capitals lead by three, Ooh. 79-76, two minutes 20 remaining. They have a fight on their hands though, but the next basket will be crucial in this contest. Francis posting up against Beatty. Beatty received, passes it to hers. Oh, with another three! <laughs> Unbelievable! Abby Bishop is four from four. Nine from fifteen. Remember, in game one this season, she made one from ten. Wow. And she's 11 from 12 from the three-point line for the year, Abby Bishop. Amazing. For a player who plays a tall forward or a centre, Taylor Francis tried to peg one back from three-point territory. Dean Kidman, and he's just gone and done it, as I've mentioned it. You call a timeout here that ALS looking disorganised, looking despondent. It's a minute 38. There's plenty of time. You need to stop here. Oh. Tolo gets a fifth. Very cheap foul. Bishop and just picked up the dribble. Yeah. Not a lot in it, Simon. No, and certainly, you know, nothing there compared to what they've let go all game. This is your frustration as a coach that the call is different from ref to ref and, and there's no consistency. I guess the good thing is that they do have Emma Langford ready to check back into the game. And yep. She's had a great game tonight in her comeback, Emma Langford. 11 points. It's only the second team foul too, so it will be Caps ball from baseline or from the sideline. So, you know, if, you, if the AOS here, you get a stop, you travel back down, you, you score a basket, it's a four-point game. Yeah, and you do that within you've still got a minute left on the clock that's a, an eternity for four points the score just recapping here 82-76 the Capitals over the AS we have one minute 36 remaining on the game clock in the final quarter Abby Bishop has stepped up to the plate in this final quarter hitting a couple of big three pointers just when the Capitals look like they may be going down to defeat yeah. they've got it out to a six point lead she's just player of the game incredible so from that range yeah, just, uh, yeah Francis has had a, a great game but Abby, Abby has just been consistent the entire game through. She's, uh, you know, she's riding four fouls she has for almost all this quarter, um, and still doing a great job. So uh, she's having a hell of a game. Craig Ravel's been listening to what the coaches have to say. Here he is. Coach Graff says, "Make the AIS defend them. They've got no one in real foul trouble. I guess she didn't see the two talls on four, but it was uh, Graff saying, "We've got the game in hand. Make them play to us. Make them work hard." For Dean Kinsman, he's got, uh, he's got uh, 
Francis now moving into the five as Langford goes to the four. So that means that Francis has to just sit on Beatty as Langford has the big ask on Bishop, who's scoring at will almost. Inbound pass from Abrams to Beatty, working to Hurst. Bevilacqua now. They'll look to use the clock here. No, they won't. Abrams under the basket, received. Oh. Missed the shot. Offensive board from Beatty. Travel, travel call. Oh, I man. thought he was going to call the foul on Francis, but he called the travel no, on Beatty. Kayla did a great job. I was going to go, no way did she foul oh, there. Oh, almost a turnover there. <laughs> Triple bounce pass. It's going to be cute. To Hunt. <laughs> Graf's called him to go hard at Hunt as well. She's been the general. Here comes Newley in the left-hand corner to Langford. Almost had it knocked away from her. Oh, oh pass man. across the key. Intercepted by Bevilacqua. Another steal, Simon. You saw the disorganisation in the, in the AIS offence. You had two players on the same spot on that baseline. They really had to score from that play because we're down to the final minute now. Six-point lead and the Capitals have possession. Beatty under the basket against Francis. The hook shot. Great defense, Francis Taylor. rips down the rebound. Passes to Hunt. They need to score quickly here, the young guns. Nicole Hunt. Looking to get into triple territory. Beats Francis from the three-point arc. Oh, oh, hit the back of the ring. Looked very good off the hand. Bishop the board. The Capitals. Final 40 seconds. Gee, it'll be tough from here for the AS. Foul. Yeah, you've got to think that was effectively their last roll of the dice as um, Kel Abrams is... Kel Abrams or Tully Bevilacqua is fouled in the back. Bevilacqua was fouled, yep. So she is going to get possession. There's no foul bonus yet. It's tightening up in Sydney, guys. 35 lightning, 32 the flames. So Tully B with the ball brings it up the floor. Being guarded by Molly Lewis out onto the court for a few minutes tonight. Not many, though. Bevilacqua just looking to milk the clock now. And Dean Kinsman just stands with his arms folded. He knows he can't do much now. Bevilacqua drives right-hand lane. Oh, doesn't lay it in, though. Francis against Beattie. No one got an effective rebound. It was flat to the direction of Abrams. And we're down to the final 12 seconds. A foul by Molly Lewis on Natalie Hurst. they got a foul now. You're not going to let the clock run down. But uh, still a lot to be really happy about if you're the AIS coach and the AIS team in general. Dean Kingman's surrendered. He sat down. Five seconds to go. The Capitals will milk the clock down. Natalie Hurst seeing the game out. But what a game at the AIS training hall. The Canberra Capitals... Getting away with a scare. 82 points to 76 over the AIS. Probably the best game I've witnessed in Canberra this season, Simon. Yeah, it's, it's almost one of those situations where you go, yeah, we got the points, but who played the better game? Like the Capitals played a sloppy, you know, by their standards, which is a fairly high standard, they didn't have a great game. Still, they come away with a win because there is that depth of talent. Abby Bishop, fantastic individual performance from her. Really played extremely well. Um, I think Tracy Beattie, points. Yeah, Tracy Beatty had another great game as well. But apart from that, you know, the Capitals are a little shaky. You look at it, the next highest scorer for the Caps is... Uh, First with 14. Tully Bivillac. Kelly Abrams, congratulations on winning your 200th game. Yeah, that was a little bit too close for comfort. But, you know, big quarter from Abby Bishop at the end there got us over the line. It has been such an interesting game. You guys looked like we were just going to control it right from the start, but the AS, to their credit, just kept on fighting. Yeah, they did, and, you know, that's, that's what they do well. I mean, they showed earlier in the season that they did that against Sydney as well. Um, you know, we thought we, we got a good start and jumped on them early, but, um, you know, they fought back, and, you know, it's a good challenge for us. Tonight, you were playing against the only other team you've ever played for in your 200th game. Must be a, a special feeling. Yeah, it is, um, you know, but I'd, I'd rather take the W than, you know, think about nostalgia and, 
and memories and things like that. So, you know, one down, one to go this weekend. 201 and Cheryl uh, Chambers sitting up in the grandstand there just watching you along with uh, uh, Desi Glaub. It's also just scouting. Yeah, look, um, you know, I guess they want to get a feel for what, what we're going to be running tomorrow night. And, you know, we need to apply our defensive pressure. And, you know, I think we, we need to do a better j- job on the boards tomorrow night. All right, all the best. Thanks. Kelly Abrams speaking to us there. I'll uh, come to Tracy Beatty who's just uh, trying to stretch it out. I'm sure she'll be happy I'm uh, getting her out of a few stretches here. But uh, Tracy, what a night tonight. Uh, Tolo and Francis, teammates a few weeks ago, they just absolutely were hammering you guys all night. Yeah, look, like, apparently they learned some stuff from us. Uh, <laughs> uh, that wasn't supposed to happen. They were supposed to say that for next season. Uh, but no, look, they're quality bigs and they're going to be some special special young players in the in the future very near future and uh, look, it's always good going it's uh, some size you've had uh, a good run of late as you get ready for bullying uh, tomorrow night yep. once again a little bit of a height advantage not as, as big as years gone by against yep. the bullying boomers yeah look, they've got uh, Penaluna and uh, Randall in so um, yeah it's, it's not such a massive height discrepancy this season um, throughout most of the teams um, it's, it's all fairly even so yeah it'll be a good match up then too well, all the best. Thank you. As Tracy Beattie goes back into her warm-ups, uh, Graffy is still in her um, confab with the rest of the coaching staff. We'll speak to Dean Kinsman in just a moment. OK, thanks very much to Craig Revelle. Craig just catching up with Kelly Abrams there. What a great player she's been. The Canberra Capitals captain her 200th game, a four-time championship player. Started her career here in 1996 with the AS. Now, ironically, playing her 200th game against the AS tonight. You've got to give some credit where credit's due, Simon. Absolutely, and uh, you know, Kelly Abrams has been a real warrior and a strong veteran for this club. Uh, we almost lost her there that season. With uh, she walked out. She did way yep, through the yep, season. There were, there were a lot of uh, dramas happening there. With uh, that was when Tom Ma was filling in for Graffy when she was coaching over in the States, which was coaching for Phoenix and uh, yeah there are a lot of people pretty upset and uh, uh, you know I guess afraid is the right word that we might not ever see Kel play here in Canberra again but uh, you know she she did the right thing by the club she stuck around sorted it out came back is well, captain. frustrating because she took the uh, last year's champions all the way down to about a minute 21 when it started to get away yeah, well, we had uh, a couple of really, really good opportunities when we were three up. Uh, we got two good looks on the other side of the floor on open threes. Um, you know, we need, to, we need to bury one of those to be able to maintain that bit of pressure. They execute well down the stretch. Uh, we had a couple of little mishaps in, uh, in terms of our offensive play down the end, which didn't help us to get a good shot off. So, uh, you know, like good credit to them. That's what smart teams do. They, they know how to finish things out and close things out. Kayla Francis was extremely tired. I guess only having one game this weekend allowed you to play for almost 35, 36 minutes. Well, her hand was forced a little bit there with Tolo being in foul trouble, so uh, Kayla had to push through a little bit. And, you know, we compete and we get within six, and Mariana, who's averaging 20.3, comes up with two points. You know, and the inability to be able to have her out on the floor longer to play some more defense. You know, Abby could step out and had a bit of a field day at night out with 27. And when you look at it, I think, well, she must have scored 15 or 18 from the three-point line. So, you know, when a 6'4 girl can step out, good credit to her. Um, you know, our girls need to be able to make some adjustments here to be able to take some of that away. All in all, what do you take out of this night tonight? The girls would have learned a lot, but uh, you don't get a W out of all that learning. Well, exactly. And, you know, we, we definitely, well, we've, we've improved enormously. We've, we've played more physically and uh, we play, you know, we, we're playing against a really good group. Um, 
our challenge now is, as young people is to back up again next week and play with that same level of intensity. Um, 76 points against them is a, you know, is a good clip. Um, defensively last week we were really, really good. We need to tighten up in that area a little bit um, and you know, just to trim down their points a few so it gives us a, a good winning chance. Well, a good week's break ahead. Yeah, we'll certainly need it, um, but you know, we're, we're in a good position where we can recover well and, and the girls will be ready to fire up next week. Thanks for your time. No problem. Dean Kinsman. Good to hear those comments from, from the AOS coach. He's, he's spot on. I think uh, as a team, that's probably the best game we've seen the Institute play uh, in the last two seasons. They just, they've got a confidence about them now. They're starting to uh, get more involved in the play. They're you know, attacking the basket. They know their roles better as a team, and they're just starting to, um, to look a hell of a lot better. Uh, we've got John heading over to pick up an interview here. With, we're going to talk to, to Emma Langford. John Keogh with Emma Langford. Yep. Well, Emma, great to be back out on court tonight. Yeah, definitely. Very exciting. Um, How did you find it going early? Because it was a really ferocious game, really high pace, particularly. Yeah, it oh, was good to get out and run up and down the floor. Um, it was yeah, pretty nervous coming to the game. I haven't played for probably over six months now. So, um, I don't know, just, yeah, it was good to get up the floor, get the nerves out and it was pretty physical but and I was a bit worried in some situations but got through it fine so yeah, Dan Kinsman spoke pre-game that you were probably only going to play limited minutes but Mariana Tolo got into foul trouble you were playing terrific basketball out there did you spend more minutes out there than you were expecting um probably we're just going to play the game how, how it went and like I was going well my back you know wasn't worrying me at all so you know why not put me back out there Right on a great game, 11 points, and unfortunately the team going down, but I guess the girls will take something away from this win too, uh, the loss, but you know, a great result, considering the Capitals are such a strong team. Yeah, definitely, it was a great game, just unfortunate to lose, but hopefully next time, give another run for their money. Thanks very much. John, John Keogh there, talking with Emma Langford, her first game back this season, and a, a pretty good result for her, she had a, a, a very solid game, ended up with... I believe 11 points for the game. So her first game back, a good result for her. Craig Ravel is heading over to the Capitals bench. He's going to see if he can uh, pick up the ear of Carrie Graff. But she knows she's still in the in the uh, post-game analysis with her coaching staff. But yeah, a, a good result for the Capitals. We, we talked earlier about you know probably not the best game from them. They didn't have a, a huge game, but. Uh, so much talent in that team and so much ability to just be able to, to, to step into the breach when things are going wrong and, and uh, so much experience there and it's able to adjust to those those dramas that sort of come across. So, uh, you know, that's why they're the champions at the moment. And what about Nicole Hunt's game? An absolute terrific performance for her. 21 points. Really, really happy. We'll stab that again, Simon. Nicole Hunt's performance tonight, 21 points. Just an outstanding performance from a point guard. Yeah, hands down her best game here at the Institute so far. Kerry Graff is uh, with me now, and Graffy, that's a lot closer than what you want. No, I mean, look, the scoreline doesn't, you know, I mean, people expect teams to beat the Institute consistently by 20. I don't think that's the, the right way to view this team. I think they're a hell of a team. Would, you know, would you make it, would it feel better if it was 10? Perhaps, but they're a tough team. They played great tonight. I think Nicole Hunt was, was tough. We couldn't defend their ball screens or, you know, all our plans went out the window. Um, you know, I think they rebounded exceptionally well in the first half. They're a tough team, you know. To us, it's not about points, Britt. It's about how you play in the game, and I certainly don't think we played disastrously. I think that was a, a hell of a basketball contest. Not about points, Britt. It's about splits. This is one you have got. 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's you know, it, it is about that. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to. It's nice to win by big margins, but how much do you learn in those contests? You know, I think when you when you're challenged with teams when they make good runs, that's uh, that's better for your growth as a team. So long as you come out with the win. So, um, you know, we got the institute again in a couple of weeks, and then we're we're done with them. Um, you know, and like I said, they're gonna they're not they're not a, t- a twenty point. People have the wrong um, perceptions of them. I think so. Look, they played great tonight. I think they uh, you know they showed that they can compete with most teams in the league could be argued that you did yourself an injustice and a few other teams in the league by taking Tolo and Francis away when they had a, a Victorian road trip. Uh, perhaps, but I'm sure they'll say, and I know Dean will, is they were, they're better for the experience. You know, I think, you know, particularly, you know, Kayla tonight, you know, she learnt in Russia and that when, when she attacks, she's an unbelievable rebounder. I think she did that great tonight. And, you know, like I said, I'm sure that they'd, they'd agree and Dean would agree and, and I certainly agree the experience will make them better players for the, for the Institute and, and for their futures. I'm sure that was two weeks of recruiting, Rappy. As uh, we say, uh, Abby Bishop's outside game. She had it at the Institute. She found it again tonight. Yeah, look, she's been shooting the three ball great this season. I think she's only missed three on the season. And, you know, she, she's someone that, you know, her te- technique as a shooter's coming along. You know, she not and then airballs a, a free throw. I don't know what that's about. But, look, she's, you know, abs evolve in her game. She's much, much better from the perimeter, both as a player and you know she's got a she's always got something to prove against the institute I guess it's what those young players do they come out of there and and feel like it's their old club so you know credit to Ab I think she was the MVP tonight and of course Pauline tomorrow night yeah look that's going to be a tough one I think they're you know they're a, a, a playoff team you know they're going to they're going to run similar stuff to the institute with Milner we've got to you know be on our game and fix up that ball screen defense all the best thanks mate thanks very much to Kerry Graff we'll try and get Abby Bishop before we wrap up back to you guys Thanks very much, Craig Ravel. Well, Carrie Graff taking an interesting perspective on the win tonight. She obviously rates this Institute team, and at six points, she's happy to come away with the win. Simon? Yeah, she's, she's dead right, too, with, uh, you know, people might make comments about Tolo and, and uh, Francis heading off. Uh, Abby no, Bishop. Craig's got it. Abby Bishop, so. Abby Bishop joining me here on the sidelines now. And, Abby, that uh, three-point game that you had at the AIS has come back tonight with a vengeance. You uh, have eventually sunk your old team. Yeah, um, hitting a few threes for the team when, you know, when we needed it, I guess. It helped, and I've been um, practicing my three game, and, and it's Still finding a nice little hook shot air in the paint, too. So you're not sacrificing anything? No, I've still got to get a left hand. That's probably uh, <laughs> one of the things I really need to work on. But I, I felt confident, confident tonight coming in. I've been out sick all week of training, so I thought I'll give it my all. And bullying tomorrow night, of course. Uh, well, Randall and Penaluna are going to be uh, an interesting matchup. I'm not sure if you played with Penaluna here at the AS. Yeah, I did play with Penaluna at um, the under-19s and under-21s and stuff. And it's going to be a tough matchup for me and Tracy and Krista. But I think we'll be able to get the job done. Um, like Tolo only had two points tonight, and we kept Kayla pretty quiet. So um, if we lock them two down tomorrow night, that'll be a, a big bonus. Well, all of it for that. Thank you. Thanks very much, Abby Bishop. Thanks to Craig Ravel as well. Simon, interesting point Abby Bishop made there. Said she wasn't feeling well during the week. Neither was Nicole Hunt. She had the flu, yet they were the two standout players tonight. Bishop, 27 points. Hunt, 21 points. The players that really shaped both their team's fortunes. Just take them down to John Curtin Medical and uh, give them all a dose of the flu. If that's how they're going to play after a couple of, <laughs> couple of days of, of being sick, then uh, there might be something in that. But uh, no, some interesting comments there. We, we were just touching on the... Uh, what Carrie Graff said about the about Tolo and Francis going away, yeah, you know, no one's going to begrudge them that opportunity. It's a fantastic opportunity, and if you're them, and if you're the head coach of the AAS, you go, 
gee, you know, sure, wander off to Russia, play against the US Olympic team, which is essentially what that US team was that was over there. So, you know, a wonderful opportunity. And they are that growing into absolutely legitimate players. Carla Francis is definitely an opal in the future. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Tolo heads up, ends up being in that national squad as well. Just recapping, guys, as we look around the grounds, earlier tonight the Sirens have had their second win over the Bendigo Spirit, the two newbies in the league, 86-83. Pretty high-scoring game for both those teams. In Sydney currently, as we are approaching half-time, it's the Lightning 51, the Flames 42. I'm just going to have a quick look, as uh, you two might like to talk about this. I want to have a quick look at the lead. It's out to 11 points for the Lightning now after being at one stage, I think it was almost uh, 15 points. I'm just trying to uh, flick through to that now, but uh, certainly Adelaide had come back well. Certainly 14 points, the uh, lead high of the game for the Adelaide Link Lightning, the team that Simon Peter said we all could coach to a championship this year. <laughs> Pretty a, much, man. A big call. <laughs> I will also tell you, because you asked me to look it up for you, I have done it so you don't have to. 11 minutes and 40 seconds is Angela Marino's time, uh, court time. Uh, leading is Tracy Garn with 18.03 and 17.46 to Rene Camino are the leading time on the court. Good minutes for the boss's daughter. 55-44, the Adelaide Lightning leading the Sydney Uni Flames. The Flames have just knocked down a basket, 55-46 now. So the margin back to nine points in favour of Adelaide. We'll wrap things up here very shortly, but Simon, turning our attention to tomorrow night, I know Craig Avell will bring all the action between the Canberra Capitals and Bulleen Melbourne Boomers from the Southern Cross Stadium, Tuggeranong in Canberra. It's going to be an interesting game for the Canberra Capitals because Bulleen Melbourne have been travelling reasonably well this season. Yeah, Bulleen um, sitting third before tonight's games on four and two. So the Capitals now will be matching that up with them at four and two after their win tonight. So we expect a pretty tight game. Uh, we heard in discussions, uh, Graffy, we heard uh, Abby Bishop talk about it too. Uh, Elise Penaluna, she's, been a, she's had a standout season so far, five weeks in. She's really come of age as a player. As Abby mentioned, she was here at the Institute for a while. Then she was sort of sitting on the bench for, for teams for a little bit there, but she's you know, obviously been given a golden opportunity of bullying to, to step up into that starting lineup. And uh, you know, it's, it's one she's grasped with both hands, and she's having a great season. And hasn't the competition really evened up this year? You look at the teams down the bottom of the ladder, Christchurch, the AS, and Townsville, and Perth, they've all won two games apiece in the opening five or six rounds. Yep. And at the other end of the ladder, Adelaide have lost a game, and most of the other teams have lost a couple of games as well. A lot different to last year where the AAS really struggled. They won their first game of the season, didn't win another game. Perth really struggled to win games too, but an incredibly even competition. And Christchurch really proving that most teams can beat most teams. And it almost happened tonight. You had the cellar dwellers from last year almost knock off the uh, champions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's part of the, part of the, um, the deal of, of having two new clubs uh, come into the league this season. You are going to dilute the talent pool a bit, which you know, in and of itself is going gonna, is gonna to even things out a bit. So it, it could have a good, um, good reaction. I, d- I certainly know, myself included, a lot of people predicted that there would be a fairly big gulf between the top teams and the bottom teams. We haven't seen that yet. It's five weeks in of a 21-round competition that may still come to fruition. But certainly at the moment it seems like that, that distribution of talent almost is, is evening the league up, which is it's just good for the league. Terrific times in the defence jobs, WNBL, no doubt about that. 
few other big games still to come. We mentioned the Canberra Capitals taking on Bulleen Melbourne tomorrow night in Canberra. There's other games happening as well. Townsville hosting Perth and Dandenong taking on Adelaide. The last time Dandenong played Adelaide, Adelaide lost. Chris Lucas was sacked. Mm. So Adelaide, probably with a point to prove in that game. Dandenong, though, coming back after losing to the Christchurch Sirens last week, will be looking to turn that form around as well. Yeah, there's... You know, being around the league for so long, and and I've uh, I've been lucky to to have friends playing and friends coaching and and you know coaching at a very minor level myself. You cannot underestimate the effect of off-court stuff on your team. And clearly, in those opening weeks with Adelaide, there was stuff going on. Uh, you know, it, it came to a head with the sacking of Chris Lucas, and uh, it makes a massive difference when you know if your team's thinking. You know, are we going to have our coach next week? Is there stuff going on? You know, there's been a lot of speculation about what was going on down there and, you know, stuff about around Vince Marino and, you know, we don't know. We, it's, it's all just conjecture. But now you've got a coach in place, you've got a, a, a system in place, the players will relax, you know, even if it ends up being a decision they're not happy with, at least they they know their futures, you know, at least for the next eight weeks or, you know, 12 weeks or however much is left in this season. They know that they've got uh, Vicky Doldy as a coach and that that's, that's how things are going to be going down there and they'll just settle in. And like we mentioned before and we've mentioned in previous weeks, on paper that is a hell of a team at Adelaide. They are very, very strong. They've also, you know, only last week got back Aaron Phillips who... For mine is, is probably you know the most exciting and, and dynamic player Absolutely. in this league at the moment. So she's a gun. You know you add her to that already strong lineup, which they'd only lost one game and, and without her in it. So you know they're going to be tough. They're going to be really tough to beat. Time to th- wrap things up here at the AIS training hall. The AIS have gone down to the Canberra Capitals tonight, 82 points to 76. The Capitals really stepped it up late in the game, courtesy of a big couple of three-pointers from Abby Bishop. She led all scorers with 27 points for the AIS. Nicole Hunt finished the game with 21 points in a great individual performance. Craig Gravel, thanks very much for your company this evening. We've enjoyed having you on the program. Craig's just saying thanks very much, guys. He's having a word to a couple of Canberra Capitals people around in the commentary box. Simon Peters, thanks for your company tonight and we look forward to listening to the call tomorrow night between the Canberra Capitals and Bulleen Melbourne Boom is kicking off around about 7pm I think at Southern Cross Stadium. 7.30 as I'm reliably informed in the background here. For our AIS fans, join us again on the AIS Basketball Network on Sport Radio next Saturday night when the AIS hosts Townsville here at the AIS Training Hall as well. But on behalf of Craig Gravel and Simon Peters, I'm John Keogh. Speak to you soon with more WNBL action on Sport Radio.